Well, I'll show you how bad of a job I can do. He gets up. He starts. Hit the gas. Hit the accelerator. Cracking his knuckles. Unhook the clutch and, uh. I'll finish what we started. Pull the levers, you know. And so, uh. Camel. Well, just to recap what happened last time on Blood Pals, uh, the camel called you all together and gave you, uh, like a straightforward task to convince the aggressive drug-dealing vampire lord of the rival next-door domain to do what he wants. After mesmerizing a dope dealer, uh, you all managed to be present in Dyer's office at the very moment he was blasted to bits by a rocket attack. But Dyer died, and Dyer is dead, not because of the explosion, but because cold-blooded Levi and colder-blooded Sam cut off his ruined face and head. Uh, You are caught by Dyer's associate, Marzo, at the scene of the crime, and he came at you like a buzzsaw, much to Sam's dismay. Uh, But y'all acted like a team, and you dogpiled him, so he called for a truce. And after that, he maybe came to understand that it was just rotten luck that put you there at that time and place. Uh, But you were able to convince him to go talk to Camel at the casino. all to recap, all you know about the crime scene is that a weapon of war was used against the uh, the office that Dyer was in, that you guys were in when it uh, got exploded, and that nobody was left on the scene except the dead parking booth attendant. Uh, but Paul did grab Dyer's hard drive. Um, in light of this recap, think about taking a look at your character's desire, which is on the notes tab of your character sheet and consider if the last session gave you guys um, like a more specific to the story kind of thing that you want to accomplish like in this session or in the next couple sessions. So think about that. Um, Unless you guys uh, that were playing last time need to do some game planning, like role playing first, I think we can probably just skip to you guys like walking in the door or whatever to talk to camel is that cool or do you want to um do some chit chatting before you walk into that meeting i wanted to stop and and eat and heal up something if that's possible like grab someone off the street predator style yeah sam um you notice like after the fight cooled down a little bit, that your your hunger did increase. You're feeling it a little bit more, and uh, also that itchy spot has just been itchier. Especially when you when you get hungry, it seems to get worse. So, uh, so Sam, I guess you can propose to the group hunting. Would you yes. guys agree to that, or I don't know? So, well, we killed the the head of the, the head of the snake in this area. I think. Uh... Hunting rights are up for grabs. Shall we uh, chow down? Levi will just kind of look at everyone and uh, maybe give a long look to Sam since he knows. And Levi will just say, I think I'll, I'll pass for now. But feel free to go ahead. You don't know how I feel. Only if they say yes. Oh, I was going to say sad. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> It was only yesterday. What do they have to say yes to? (laughs) Now, Sam. (laughs) 
Paul is also Paul is also feeling it a little a little bit. Uh, Paul's going to say that he doesn't feel hungry. Okay, so uh, Sam, if you're, Sam. where are you planning to do it? So this is we're we're still on the streets back here, right? Like we we escaped that scene. You're we're pretty still much that. where you want to be. We don't necessarily need to start exactly where we ended. Okay, uh, we'll say we're still in that area in that district then. And I was gonna, you know, look for some. Ooh, maybe I could find that drug dude that uh, Paul was talking with earlier. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know where his uh, spot was. Yeah, so I think I will go for him. Okay, uh, if you want to just like do the role that's associated with it, I think we could do that. So I'd be like, suit yourself, guys, and I would just poof, vanish like to the to the alleys and the darknesses. So what's the like rules? Because he's like really banged up, right? Is he like minuses to his dice pool or something? No, he healed a little bit. And he didn't did. get to where his health track was full, so he didn't get impaired, but he was close. I'm still um, not 100% sure how the health works and what I'm rolling for eating. So because we're, I mean, you could try to RP it and it would be like spotlight on you time for a while, or you could um, roll your composure plus, uh, whoops, I clicked the wrong one. It oh, would be yeah. your strength plus brawl for taking blood by force, threat, stalking, overpowering, and bleeding your victims. You can feed on, if you want to feed on, or you could use wits plus streetwise. But you know where this guy is, pretty much, mm. so I would say you could use strength and brawl. How come my you, dice pool hasn't changed? It should be six now? Three and three, right? Uh, yes, it should be. I see three and three on your sheet. Yeah. Should I just do it myself? I mean, you can click the plus next to one of them and then click the die next to the other one and it should roll. Well, no, I, I tried. I tried. I mean, I know how to roll, but uh, it only gave me four dice when I did it. So I'll just okay, try it again. Some more. I uh, know how to be a vampire. Thank you. What? <laughs> did you close the little editing? Oh, there we go. Now it's working. Now it's working. Okay. You, you fucked it up. I don't know why. <laughs> it's the machine that's wrong. Okay. And the hunger die popped in too. Look at that. Good. So you got him. Uh, I set the difficulty and you met it. So you're able to. I'll, I will allow you. Or wait. Unless you want to kill him and drain him dead. Um, you can only take. Uh, alleviate one level of hunger. But if you choose to drain I'm him. I'm draining him dead. Okay. Then you can completely be free of your hunger for the moment. Now I want to. I want to know. Like, I'm assuming he was a, he, since he's a drug dealer, he doesn't do the drug, <laughs> so he should have some some good blood, right? Um. Yeah, I'll say he's relatively like clean. You're not mm -hmm. feeling anything after. Um. However, how do you square this with your faith? Well, I think this goes. I think this goes along with the. You know, what's that? Oh, uh, along with the with our code of killing the guilty. What would what would Rabbi Weiss think of it, though? What would Rabbi Weiss think of it? I think that the uh, synagogue that's holding that's you know part of this stop drug violence and all this stuff like we saw in the the handout the other last week. Um, mm -hmm. I think they would approve of this. I think this is pro. 
stopping gang crimes and drugs. Okay, I buy this it. This is a hit called Bone by the Rabbi. So, uh, do you have a plan for the body? Uh, I was thinking to just, you know, put the scatter the drugs all over it. Whatever drugs he had on him. Make it look like he was a drug user. Just sprinkle some cocaine on him. Okay, can you do me an uh, investigation and wits roll? So you don't you don't find the drugs in the immediate era area. All right. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, make it look like a robbery gone wrong. People rob drug dealers another all the time. Another victim of gang violence. Yep. Another victim of gang violence. Okay. So you're just gonna like stab them or something? Yeah. Maybe I'll just use my claws. As, well, I know I guess the claw one claw. I have a knife. Let's take out my knife and just puncture him a few times. Okay. So you leave some stab wounds in him. He's uh, behind that building, which is disused. Didn't find the drugs, and I uh, think you're, you've pretty well done a good job. You're satisfied. This is good. So that, does that only gang violence is what you said to him before you killed him. <laughs> this is for gang violence. <laughs> no more of this shit. So you get a full belly then. All right. So belly. Does that does that recover health as well or no? Um, different. Since your all of your damage is superficial, you mm-hmm. can rouse the blood as many times as you want uh, to heal as much as you want. Since like we're not in combat, it takes like one turn or whatever to heal one. Can you do but that you gotta, while walking? Yeah, you got to just do a rouse check. Um, you can do it while you're doing whatever, pretty much. All right. Let's do that real quick. Let's just one die. Ten. Hey, baby. Okay, so you can hit the black minus next to your health. Okay. There you go. And uh, oh, one, one die per rouse? Yeah, it's just a pass-fail, whether it makes your hunger go up or not. That's oh, what okay. rouse is. So you're, so you're, you're trading st- possible health for hunger. Yeah, you're calling gotcha. on the power of your blood, in this case, um, to try to heal. Because your body doesn't heal naturally, because it's dead. You have to like use the magical or mystical blood to do it. And is that the only way? Uh, yep. You have to intentionally heal. All right. So I'll just have to just do the rest of it. And you can rouse as many times as you want. Yeah. I mean, you just risk hunger. All right. So I'm going to roll four for the four that I have left. Just to see how many I can bring down. Okay. So your hunger goes up by one. One. But, uh, yeah, so it goes up by one. And then I can so, take three off. But you've, no, you've healed them all. So it doesn't matter if you succeed or fail the rouse check. It's just, that's only to see if your hunger goes up. So you can definitely heal every time. It's just whether or not it costs you hunger. So why did I roll four then? Because you tried to heal four times. Oh, so you heal all four, but you but you gain a hunger. Got it. Yeah. Understood. It's like Sorry, rolling everybody. the it's like figuratively rolling the dice to see if what the okay. what happens to you in exchange for you healing. Oh, and then I'll stretch out and be like, oh yeah. Much better. Alright, your body uh knits itself back together. And then uh is everybody just proceeding to that meeting or is there gonna be some game planning first? Yeah. Levi's fine with just heading there. I was, I guess we're just, I'm sitting in the car because Sam was driving. So we're just going to sit there. Crickets. <laughs> the driver's seat's empty. 
waiting for Sam to come back. Levi, I think uh, this is a perfect opportunity to fold the Steelers' territory into camels. Obviously. Hey, you're outside. You... Levi will nod. Mm, what is it you propose? Well, I think um, this uh, the guy that we were fighting with, what was his name again? Drez or something? Marvo? Marvo? Really? Is it Marzo or Marvo? Marzo. 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 You might be thinking of one of the DC snipers, Lee Boyd Malvo. <laughs> Marzo. Yeah, I think um, we could just maintain Marzo as the head, roll it in. But I think you should be point man on this with Camel. He had a mind for business. Yes, I could see if I could. Well, I guess we need to, f- to feel out what Camel actually thinks about the whole thing first. He didn't seem to be too excited to get involved in the drug business, but maybe if we say, you know, he can leave everything to us. Leave it in our capable hands. And I think then that's uh, a, he doesn't have to. Yeah, that's perfect. Concerns. And then this Marzo fellow, we can just, you know, reduce him to a banging heads roll and uh, that'll be it. Though he uh, he did uh, mash us up pretty good. <laughs> Might not want to set him off too much. Or at least when we do, make sure it's in a situation where everything's in our favor. Yeah, he didn't seem like the brightest of the bunch. So, you know, pretty very similar to our Sam friend. I think, um, you know, they have their uses, but can't do too much thinking. And like, right when you say that, I guess Sam is like maybe coming close to the car and I'll just point to Sam. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up. Okay. The door so opens. The gang's all back together. You sure you guys don't need to eat this? Pretty good out there. No, I am. Uh, I'm fine. Man, Did you hide the body? Laundry. Don't worry about the body. I took care of it. So we're going As he to says we're that. To... You see his fly zip up. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch my chest. Well, Samuel, off to the casino. Are we taking that guy with us, or is he driving himself? He's driving himself. Okay. Hopefully, it doesn't get pulled over. What about what time is it? Would you say? I don't know, like ten thirty. Oh, it's not that late, even. Okay, because I wanted to hit up that vigil. And I'll tell you guys. Ah, yes, guys, the one that's the one that's tonight. Yes, tonight, all night, <laughs> every night tonight. But uh, I, guess I guess we, we could go to the casino first. Is this out of the way? Uh, yeah, I guess it, it was uh, the synagogue's on like the opposite side of the casino anyways, right? Like the opposite side of town. Well, not of town, but no, it's, it's actually not far from where we are, isn't it? It was the it was park. Like... The meeting's at the park. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. not It's not close. You're very close to the casino. I mean, you're pretty close to the casino, though. Yeah, that's purpose a... going to the vigil couldn't serve. And you're also um, to... supposed to be meeting. What's his name there? Oh, okay, if we're supposed to be meeting with him there, then absolutely go there first. Back to the casino. Let's go. So, Sam, you seem to have a lot of experience killing our kind. I noticed uh, bullets don't work so well. Do you have any idea what does work well? Bullets will work. You put them in the right places. <coughs> Consecutively. <laughs> Consecutively, exactly. Double, you know this phrase, double tap? Uh, yeah. You shoot someone in the head twice, right? Yeah. But, uh, that didn't seem to work so well with the vampire that we just shot a lot yeah vampires is quadruple tap <laughs> right 
I noticed they call the, it the QT. <laughs> I noticed nice. the explosion seemed to work pretty well. Fireworks good, yeah. Fire Did, too. Uh, flamethrower. I've had a, I've had some fun with some flamethrowers back in the day. It's been a long time since I've got to use one of them. And he's like, and he's thinking back to something reminiscent of that scene from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What about you, Alexander? What did you use in the old bayonets? Yeah, what did you use in the Yankee Civil War? Hey, you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> what, just a minute ago or back when I fought in the Revolutionary War, not the Civil War? Oh, this old chestnut. <laughs> okay, so should we um, proceed to the meeting? Nah, I like this RP too much. Okay. <laughs> I'm just driving around the block. Everyone's I'm just going around in circles. <laughs> we passed that mailbox twice already, Sam. It's your story. Scouting. Sam, make a left. Come on now. This is not NASCAR. All right. So we go back to the casino. We pull into the uh, garage. Mm-hmm. Where, where, would, uh, where would you like your car parked? Levi, where would where would his car like to be? Does he have his own special oh. spot? Closest to the door. Pick out one of the handicap spots. <laughs> As a note, I got I need a refresher. I'm not walking. Are you guys just, are they like physically old too? Like do they look old? No. Uh, my I'm guys like early thirties. Late thirties. Mine's late thirties, I think. Late thirties, early thirties. All right. Thirty five, mid thirties, I guess. Paul is like early twenties, like looks early twenties. Paul is like the IT want. guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh I yeah, you have imagine... that chain. Obviously, you must have a handicap sign. Yeah. I imagine Sam is like fifty something. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally. And he's yeah. just behind a deli counter no matter where he is. <laughs> no. You want the pickles with a snap. <laughs> we gotta have a snap. Snap. Okay, uh, Alexander, your keen sense of etiquette uh, informs you that for some of you, it may be a good idea to not waltz into the front door in the state that you're in. I'm thinking of Sam with some shredded clothing, particularly. I think perhaps we should walk in through the side door or the back door even. Or maybe just, you know, climb up the wall like I was doing and go to our rooms. It's the service elevator. You're not Sammy Davis Jr., I That's think the service elevator would be prudent. Okay, so you guys uh, find the, the less public way in, and uh, we say you can make whatever preparations you want to make ahead of um, meeting Camel. Why doesn't Toby Maguire just climb up? How much time do we have for the meeting? Can we have a chance to pop in that uh, heart of my drive? I can take a look. You would... Um, You'd think he probably wants to talk pretty quick. <laughs> what? Oh, should keep the man waiting. <laughs> How about we uh, we divide? It should only take me a few minutes to see if I can get anything off of this. And if I can't, then it'll take a long time. So why don't you go down to the meeting and I'll take a quick peek. We might just get lucky. And then I'll, well. I'll be down with whatever information. There's no porn Levi, on that hard drive. Levi looks like a little nervous for a second. The idea of like going in the meeting without Paul as his backup, but then he just nods confidently. Very well. See you below. 
Levi, put on your game face. I'm an all-star. Go play. There you go. And then Paul just cut away. <laughs> just walks away. Nothing like Smash Mouth to pick me up. All right, Paul, do you want to um, do a roll for whatever you're going to try? Yeah. I just, or describe I my... what you want to try? Uh, so I, I assume that in like my private area... I have some some type of computer stuff. Just gonna mm-hmm. try to like hook up the hard drive and see if I can read anything off of it. Okay, yeah, you can do that. And uh, there's definitely it seems to be like intact or whatever. It just has like simple protection on it, like normal protection that you would run into. Am I able to bypass it? Uh, like it still functions. Let's see. All right. If you make a. Um, let's say intelligence and technology role. Hell yeah. Okay, so you uh you have some tools that you're able to uh run and quickly determine that you will be able to crack it and access the info. All right. So, but do I have access to the info yet, or I need to run the tools? Um, it depends on how long you want to take. If you want to sit there with it, you can, <laughs> Jeremy's favorite gif. You can, uh, you can, um, sit there and start to read through it or it'll probably just take, uh, like 20 minutes or something. Okay. Um, is there just looking from like, I don't know, the like directory heads or something. Is there anything that like pops up? Like, uh, it looks pretty like basic, like a, you know, everything is in normal places. There's like no attempt to hide anything other than that it's password protected from what you can see. Gotcha. There aren't like, there's not like a partition named like takeover camels territory or anything like that. <laughs> no, but um, you, you can't really see quite that far into it just yet. So it's, yeah. it's like, you know, the thing's running, you're pretty sure that it's going to open it up. All right, so cool. Can, you can stay with it for a while, or you can rejoin the group for the meeting. I'll head downstairs. Okay. Does it have a spiffy countdown timer? No, you just know that, uh, like, you ran an evaluator, and the evaluator said, like, normal protection level. And then Ooh. you ran the tool that you know can break it within, like, a half hour. Oh, so right. it's running. Yeah, I'll head down to the meeting. Okay. So uh, the group's getting together. You're going to be meeting Camel on that secure level. And uh, as you kind of... Is, does anybody else want to do anything specific beforehand, or we should just go to the meeting? I'm going to go get a change of clothes. Okay, so uh, change of clothes for Sam. Levi's good to go. <laughs> all right. So uh, once you all get back in there together... Um, there's kind of a, a couple minutes where you can talk to uh, Camel ahead of uh, your guests turning up, you would imagine. All right. So Levi will walk in, cane in hand, strolling up, very much a stroke in fashion. And uh, <clears throat> assuming at some point uh, he'll catch Camel's gaze. 
And uh, when he does, he'll just uh, he'll just like throw his cane up in the air and catch it with one hand and just shout out, "Aha, my patron! Hope you're not busy. Can we have a word?" Yeah, Kim was just kind of standing up behind uh, this little desk in his office, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, come on in, guys." Uh, he waves you to like a low kind of coffee table that has like these big, like too many overstuffed chairs sitting around it. It's like his casual space <laughs> in the office. Mm. And he's like, yeah, just uh, let me know. So what went down over there? Uh, so come in, have a seat on one of the large fluffy chairs and uh, cross my legs, sit my cane across it and uh, <clears throat> kind of stretch out my back a little bit as I'm doing it in real life. And uh, he'll say, oh, well, it was uh, quite, uh, quite a shebang, you see. Well, it turns out uh, your dire friend, he, uh, business was going pretty well. He was wanting to expand into our turf, probably something he already told you. And then uh, when I was trying to kind of fish some information out of him, well, the, the man blew up right in front of me. Damnedest thing. I called you on the phone, if you remember, but uh, some sort of rocket from the outside blew up the second level right in the window that Dyer was standing in and uh, separated into many pieces, head included, and uh, he has uh, passed on. Oof. Oof. He just shakes his head and he's like, from outside. So what are we, so what are we talking about? Oh, I don't know. I guess uh, some other gangbangers, something like that. But uh, one of his lackeys, uh, Marvin, Malvin, I can't remember the fool's name, but uh, anyways, some goon of his showed up afterwards and blamed us for the whole thing. And, uh, well, we uh, we put a couple holes in him and decided to call peace. And uh, he's on his way here now. He kind of grimaces. To, to talk, of course. He kind of grimaces when you say that uh, he immediately thought that you guys were responsible. And he's like, yeah, see, we can't have people thinking that we can't have anything... Anything like that on anyone's mind that we could be in any way responsible for something like that against one of our kind. That's just, it's not how I operate. And he just shakes his head and he's like, you all know that. That's more, that's more his style. And that's not what we do. It's not what we do over here. And he just like. I think once you meet the fellow, it's, you'll understand it's probably more of a lack of intelligence than it is of any uh, sense that he had any evidence that it was actually us. He just showed up. We happened to be there, and we weren't dead. So, and he kind of uh, put, puts his head to the side and nods, and he's like, well, "I mean, put yourself in his shoes." Well, I'd, I'd rather not. But uh, what I'd like to do, if uh, and of course, I'm assuming uh, you already have something in mind. But um, you know, his organization, I'm sure, will be weakened by what's happened tonight. <laughs> I expect so. And his uh, domain just sits right along the edge of yours. See, this is why people are going to think it was us. And he, like, drums his fingers on the arm of the chair, maybe nervously. We got to figure out what really happened. We can't have this blowing back on us, guys. We just can't. Not right now with the state of things here. Of course. Of course. But once we do find out what was rolling on, and uh, that turns out not to be connected us to us in any way that's when we got to be ready to or of course with your uh approval be ready to kind of just roll southward a bit and consume the new empty space 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. And he just, like, has his... I love a good fixer-upper. He has his lip pushed out, and he's he's kind of just nodding, and he's like, it. I mean, the prince isn't weighing in on these matters right now, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that he would, he would probably order me to do it if he was, you know, and he just like shrugs, like, yeah, it's, you know, has all the sense in the world that we should move into that territory to take care of it. He says, you know, to take care of it. To fix it up. Of course. Only that for now. Well, I mean, you say this guy's on his way in. How do you, how do you convince him of that? Well, he's a, he's a gentleman of four outs, you know, so there's uh, no other way to talk to him other than being direct, I believe. And, uh, well, I think if you just kind of flex your, your muscle, I'm, I'm thinking he'll bend to the knee, show him that uh, there's no other uh, choice but to kind of listen, cooperate with us. He starts and, kind uh, of ad- adjusting himself in the seat as you're saying these things. He looks a little like uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Like yeah. uncomfortable? Okay. <laughs> like he's not down with this idea of him convincing the guy. Or we can play to his uh, his brutish side and let him think that he's in charge and uh, maybe uh, convince him to let us tag along as we try to investigate uh, you know, his master's demise. It makes sense. All right, here's what we're gonna do. When he comes in here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be just rabid, angry, just so angry with all of you for getting yourselves mixed up in something like this, even if it was by accident. And I'm gonna demand that you, and he points at Levi, make it right. And then you are gonna handle the discussion, and I'm gonna storm out of here. That way, he's. Absolutely, there's no room for doubt that I didn't have anything to do with this, that he can't go up the chain, who knows who he knows, or you know what I mean? And he just kind of trails off. He's like, I just it can't blow back on us. You have to, you have to convince this guy that it wasn't us, because it, I mean, all the evidence points at us. Let's be real. No need to, to draw the longbow here, Camel. I know what you're saying. <laughs> And uh, he kind of squints, and he's like, right, okay, all right. Uh, I have a, oh, and he looks at a thing on his wrist, and he says, uh, it's like a Apple watch. And he says, okay, uh, yeah, they're sending him up. Okay, all right, this is going to go fine. It's going to go fine. Is, uh, is everyone, like, is Paul and Sam and Alexander in the room? Getting changed. I don't know how much time has passed, if I'm... I have arrived yet or not yeah you would have arrived at kind of the tail end where he lays out the plan let's say okay that's an excellent plan don't leave me in the room alone with him (laughs) you're doing fine Levi I think I was just in the back of the room listening hey the image popped up oh great this is camel why does it work today I don't know let's just count our blessings that it does okay great so uh he kind of arranges himself and uh, he turns away from you all and he's just kind of looking down at the carpet and he's like shrugging his shoulders a couple times just kind of like you hear him muttering but you're not really sure what he's saying except for uh, Paul can absolutely hear him and he's just going oh, what the, f- the fuck 
get me wrapped up in this. You gotta, uh, like he's just rehearsing his lines. And then uh, you hear a knock at the door. And uh, as when you hear the knock, Dyer just starts and he's like, I, what did I tell you? I told you, you can't be going off half cocked when they open the door. Camel, see reason. There's no reason to be shouting. So uh, the door opens and uh, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Um, um, um. <sighs> one, one moment, please. One moment, please. The door opens inwards or outwards. Which one? Loading. Loading. Buffering. Can't refresh. I'm buffering too. <laughs> okay, and uh, you see walking into the room uh, Marzo, who seems to have also took a little longer than you thought it might take for him to get here. And uh, he's he doesn't have his torn and ready clothes on either, so apparently he had the good sense to change his clothes before he came in too. So uh, Marzo walks on in as a uh, as uh, Camel just kind of like walks over to him and uh, it's like, oh, good, you're here. You must be Marzo, is it right? Dyer's uh, his, his uh, you know, first in command. So uh, come on in here. The guys, uh, they have something for you. Um, we'll work it out. We'll get through this. I understand something happened. I don't have all the details. He's just fast talking him. And he just turns around at the guys and he's like, Guys, you better make this right. You know we can't have something like this happening next door uh, with the, the state of the things, the state that things are in. I can't even talk. You got me so flustered. Just make it right. And uh, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm so sorry uh, for your loss. I don't know what your relationship was like, obviously. but uh, And he just closes the door behind him. And it's um, just you all in the room with Mart, so... Well, I just kind of that went better than it could have. He was infuriated. I don't blame him. Marzo, you found your way here. Please have a seat. Yeah, yeah, I'm Marzo. Yeah, these guys really messed up my place. <laughs> <laughs> so playing Marzo, we have Josh. Yes. And I, I, I knew that was to, coming. Uh, upload the image up. So I wanted to. I wanted to make it my own, so uh, nice. I put it up in the yeah. <laughs> you won't I stand for no jabronis. <laughs> well, it's good to see that there at least there's uh, at least there's someone at the top of some sense. Can't say the same about your uh, subordinates here. They really mess things up. So he left the room. We really uh, messed you up. You mean? Maybe you can get that in as he's walking away down the hall. Now, blue belly. I like lift my hand up with Alexander. No need for those kind of words now. Oh, revolutionary war, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, so how are you going to make this right? Levi will, like, gesture to a seat in the room for him to sit down. He, uh, Come, let's talk he about walks, it. He strolls in like the rock does, like boots, you know, sniffing around down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, sniffing around. <laughs> he has his, like, his eyebrow goes up. Looking around at everyone. It's only like a five by five room or something like that. <laughs> what are we in a closet? Covered from your wounds. It, like Levi's looking for his like sword puncture wounds. Seems like he's all healed up now. Yeah, you wouldn't see any visible signs of damage, but yeah, I mean you can't know for sure because he's 
you know, he's got new clothes on. He's not bloody or anything. Yeah, well, Martin, I, you can see we're we're in a lot of trouble with our boss. Yeah, I see that. It's good. He should be a lot more trouble, if you ask me. Well, that's what we want to avoid, and uh, this may feel awkward for you, but uh, I think it's in our best interest if uh, we all try to work together to figure out, uh, well, who attacked your place, who killed your boss. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. It wasn't just you. Well, we don't have any rockets on us, Marzo. Just kind of looks around the room. Sam's not the type, and uh, I wouldn't know which button to push. It was kind of funny, actually. He, uh, he was trying to explain the deal, the, the negotiations, and he was like, it's not rocket science. And then a rocket came through the window. It's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, it's real hilarious. <laughs> and then he like, like, kicks, kicks over a chair. Oh, like, right. You see me laughing. Sorry, it's maybe too soon. This was maybe only happened an hour ago. So, <laughs> uh, so Marzo, you obviously you're you're the man in charge now. You have a business to protect. Uh, we want to help you do that by uh, helping you find who the perpetrators are. Well, who I want to find right now is Rex. Where is she? Levi just kind of looks around the room, looks up at Paul. Who's who is this Rex? Is this is this the woman? It was an ethnic woman. I, uh... <laughs> we'll just turn to Marzo and we'll say, "Ah, yes, the ethnic." Ah, she was the non-bread with the red she, car. Yes, she had the red car. She let us in. Did not see her body amongst the dead. Did you? I'll we'll just turn to the group. No, I think uh, she's our prime suspect at the moment for who blew up your late former employer. I would like to sit you down and have a. I have a couple questions about your supply chain, if you don't mind. Well, I don't want to talk about that. I want to find Rex. The fuck are we doing here? Well, I, I know. You tell me what you're cooking. What exactly was it that you did for uh, your former employer? You put like a oh. yellow legal pad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck is this? I was, you know, just uh, doing my job, you know, trying to, you know, keep things clean for him. You know, I guess what you guys do for your boss, but <laughs> I might say I'm a little bit better. Levi would just mutter to himself, okay, we're still alive. He, he slams the table, he's like, hey, you motherfucker. <laughs> All part of the investigation. Oh. We need, need to... to calm down, sir. Yeah, yeah, I'm real, real calm. You guys just blew up my home. Well, if you're looking for a new home, I'm, I'm the, the, the exact man to help you with that. I'm Why would involved we in the real estate home? business. I can find you a new place to dwell as soon as this is all over. Not now, Levi. We have more pressing things than selling condos. <laughs> right, so right, you, of course. You just get back to uh, your role at the at the uh, former employer. I think we can start this investigation. Just how, how much drugs were you guys moving on a weekly basis? Oh, fucking no. That wasn't my shit. Right. I just, uh, you know, I just did the stuff he told me to do. I wasn't the book man, not like you. Was there somebody who would know this? Well, uh, everything that he have, assuming from him, it, but uh, maybe Rex would know. Right. I'm just gonna lean over to Paul. It's like, uh, sounds like this Rex ethnic lady was uh, the brains behind the operation. I don't know if we're gonna get much out of Marzo here. Yeah, I agree. Well, I guess we'll have to find her. Exactly. Marzo, did you not take her car here? 
I did. I listened to the uh, to the session last week, so uh, I did. I, I took the car. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? <laughs> uh, what? Are, so, uh, Alexander, maybe Sam, even. Either of you think you could uh, use the car as a way to kind of track her, find some information about her? Yeah, I can totally do that. No problem. Gangbusters, all right. Well, then, we have that. What else do we have to go on? The hard drive. Shh, Sam. What's this about a hard drive? It was a hard drive getting back here after all that killing. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sam went around the block like three times. Yes, it was one of the hardest drives of my life to get through. So where does this Marzo, or my apologies, this ethnic woman hang out? Does she have any <laughs> normal stomps? She was human, right? We were sure of that. Yeah, she's human. Were you close? Did you take orders from a human? No, she, I was looking after her. Well, then you should know her regular habits, right? You did a pretty bad job, huh? Well, I'll show you how bad of a job I can do. He gets up and he starts uh, cracking his knuckles. This shit again? I'll finish what we started. Really want to have a pissing contest with me? Levi just stands up and uses his uh, his uh, voice of hard stat, which is mere to have. So it's like my voice just kind of like cuts through your yelling, and you can only hear my voice. <laughs> I'm just like slam his uh, cane on the floor. I say enough. Stares everybody out. <clears throat> like sits down. Boys can wrestle it out later. <laughs> really pretentious way. All right, Marzo, where would she go? All right, uh, Jordan, what would I know? Would she like to go to synagogues? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, like the neighborhood that she lives in. Um, you know that she goes to the same church that you go to. Uh, she worked for Dyer down in the commerce domain. That covers like... 80% of her movements. Sorry. That's what she I comes, say. She comes to the <laughs> casino sometimes. Yeah, I mentioned that uh, that camel bought dinner for her mother. She did mention that. So we could get to the mother. So I think the mother is a strong lead and wherever she lives is worth checking out. We must have information right. here. We have cameras and she's been here. She's played. She lost a lot of money, she said. Well, other than being the only living person that was at the scene, we don't have much for motive. I just like turn to Marzo. Do you think she would harbor any negative feelings towards Dyer? Did she dislike him? Uh, well, no. I mean, I don't know nothing that I know of. Just you know, get the job done, stay alive. That's all that matters. Mm, nothing that I know of. That sounds like a phrase I'm gonna hear a lot from you. <laughs> All right, then. Hmm. One more question. Is there any other of uh, kindred, any of our kind, that she uh, frequently uh, associated with? Me. Uh, let's try a different a different uh, line of questioning. Is there anyone she would know who could get a rocket launcher? He just gives that, that raised eyebrow look to him that the rocket does. <laughs> Great. I might... I might well, be able to get information on it. It means, it means you're onto something. You've stimulated him. 
Oh, is that what it means? Okay, yes. <laughs> Please continue. Arzo. No, I don't know. Was just I might be able to get some information on rocket launchers. Yeah, alright. <clears throat> Sounds good. Uh, well, I have some cupcakes coming out of the oven. I need to go check on. Be right back. Cupcakes. Levi, like, raises his eyebrow and gives a knowing nod. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, huh? Yeah, we'll right then, well, should we break up and I should go check out the car? And Yes, I think that's the best idea. We have a couple things to track. And, uh, yes. Beyond now, chop chop. <laughs> okay, so we have uh, who's doing what at this point? Uh, we're going to go check on the hard drives. See okay. what we can get. What else we got? So I'm going to do the car. I'm going to check out the car for any information and also contact my criminal friends. Find out about uh, who might be selling RPGs or how might someone get an RPG. Okay. And uh, also looking down my like, contact information information for the mother. Okay, who's going to do that? I guess uh, me and Alexander. Unless Alexander, if you got something else. No, that's good. <clears throat> Okay, so uh, I was just gonna sit by himself in the room. <laughs> All right, everybody, break. Enjoy our to the buffet and ten dollars in coins. Yeah, we'll say Marzo kind of uh, attaches himself to Sam a little bit. So yeah, well, uh, we'll look. don't trust him with the car. Like, yeah, I better watch what you're doing. So uh, let's go with. Um, Alexander and Levi, since we haven't heard uh, a ton from those two just yet. So you're going to try to track down, like, let's say that you can find the mom's info pretty quickly by just asking a couple people in the casino, but what do you want to learn, try to learn other than that? Like, you can learn her name pretty easily. Okay. Well, we uh, or like her, her name address. and address. Yeah. And uh, any anyone that we anyone that she might that the mother might uh, be cavorting with. Okay. Known, yes. Known cohorts. So you can kind of learn that um, the mom only comes in with Rex, and they come in together, and that's it. And uh, they pay everything in cash, so there's not necessarily like records they can really look at. Has anyone ever noticed the car that they come in together? Is it always the same car? Same Rex's car? Yeah. The valet could tell you if you uh, want to ask them about it that yes, it's always that car. There might be another way to find an address when you have a name, but uh, it seems unlikely that book. anybody will know the address. Uh, there's no reason for them to, really, you would imagine. <laughs> Is there some kind of Rolodex for members? Uh, you would find out that they're not—they're not in the like the Rollers Club or whatever it's called. There, they don't bet enough. They play nickel slots. What's her? What's her name? Gladdy. Gladdy. Mm-hmm. What's her last name? Ramirez. Ramirez. We should call the police station. Ah, I mean, perhaps we could uh, do a, a missing persons. Actually, I was more thinking that because they're people of color, that the police might be more willing to help us find them and bring them in. 
I I won't trust your judgment on that. Uh, if only it were true. No, I do trust you, and I trust you with all my being, Blue Belly. Now just grab your shoulders. I involuntarily shudder just a little bit, but it's okay. I just look back at you and I say, "Coffee is for closers, isn't it?" Just quit my eyes and nod. Well, let's go close this out. When he doesn't know how to respond. Yes. All right then. Maybe we can use that uh, intranet, whatever it's called, that uh, Paul is always on, to try to look up some information as well. I'm older oh, than well. you. What are you, some kind of boomer? <laughs> I'll pull out my, uh, I'll pull out my uh, my razor flip phone. Not just like look at it. It's like I tried to I tried to use it a couple of times. It just it won't uh, it won't make the connection. Call your grandson. He'll help. <laughs> I look at it. I know what you're holding, but I don't know how to use it. And the camera, the, the camera pans there. over, and Levi's holding his cock. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the camera, pull it back up. <clears throat> okay. Right, well, so sounds like name we're fizzling yeah, out there a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So we'll switch over to. <laughs> we'll switch over to uh, Sam. What do you got? Or no, let's go to Paul actually, because we had Sam hunting earlier. So Paul, what do you you uh, come back in your room, and you see that uh, the tool has cracked the simple password. You have access to the files. All right. So I'm gonna take a look for any kind of illicit business that's going on, like anything about the drugs. Okay. Can you do me? Uh, um, wits plus streetwise drugs roll, so 6d10, including your specialty, to see if you can kind of read between the lines on some financial stuff that you found. I do finance, too. Uh, I give you the same dice pool, but either way. Okay, so yeah, you find um, some of these, like, everything is just amateurish, like... If uh, cops were looking at this, they would just see through it immediately that this is like, they might as well have named it cookedbooks.whatever. So it's it's uh, <clears throat> parts orders, presumably for the garage, but there's like a very simple kind of pattern that you're picking up where everything is always like um, in packs of six. So you think that... Uh, they're probably every time they order something, they claim that they're ordering more than they're ordering. And then, uh, if you want to do well, we'll say you got a pretty good roll. So you can also find out that a lot of the customers are just fake. Like it's just um, work that was probably never done. Just like it's obviously phony. Like a lot of stuff is repeated from one to the next. Like it's just very low effort put into it. So you can tell that um, they're definitely they were using the garage to like probably launder the money, and uh, you might have an idea of <laughs> of uh, if you keep searching, you can probably find um, maybe some poorly hidden. Like he thought, if he put it in a weird place, nobody would find the file. Like uh, contact information for a buyer, maybe. 
Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say contact info. Yeah, so we'll say um, you come up with like solid contact information like name and phone number for one buyer. Okay. Um, how much, just like ballpark, how much money is he like making off of this business? Like how much is he laundering? Not a ton. It seemed like there was an initial like pretty big chunk, maybe like startup money from somewhere. And then it was kind of like not incredible amounts, but pretty stable over the last like uh, six months. All right. Like comparable. Would Camel be interested in that amount of money or is it just not fucking worth it? Kind of um, ruination. I mean, he's doing, you know, more than somebody who's selling on the street corner would do. You think he's probably has a network of like six or eight guys that are out there pushing um, and they all do pretty well. All right. What kind of drugs are they doing? Uh, mostly heroin. Shit. And then does he have any contact on any of these guys or the, the ethnic woman, Rodriguez? <laughs> yeah, you can um, you can find like her phone number. Falafel. Okay. Uh, and last thing, is there any security footage on the hard drives? Uh, you find a user guide for the camera system, but uh, <laughs> it records to, if you want to read it, you can find that it records... Um, to like a its own little hard drive enclosure thing so it wouldn't have gone to this computer alright oops like in the camera or attached to it or something or just like a you know okay. it's a plug it in and forget it is kind yeah. of how it how it sells itself is there like a time limit on like when it would overwrite like if I wanted to get today's <laughs> shit would it be gone by tomorrow or something like that it uh, looks like the default is it takes like um, a frame, like a photo every couple seconds. So you think uh, if he was just letting it roll over, you think there would be maybe a couple days. Okay. All right. I guess that's all I wanted. I'm going to go right. to the, the parking garage and see if I can catch up with them in the car. Because I know they're not going to investigate that proper. Okay. I don't know if anybody said they were going back, did they? Oh, no, that garage, the the casino garage. To cuz Sam said he was going to look at her car. I know he's going to fumble that. So, I'm going to go properly investigate the car. Okay. So, let's switch to Sam. How are you doing the car investigation? So, I'm going to go through the car and look through the documents in the glove compartment first. Check for any secret compartments or anything strange like that, anything out of the ordinary. The visor Maybe Mars hide, is, the, hide a key underneath the car. Mars is I, watching him suspiciously. Like, yeah, you better be careful with that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're looking all through the car. It's like pretty, pretty clean car. Like, it's not a slobby car. In the uh, glove box, there's some documentation. You can find that she used like a, uh, she has like a credit card bill in there that has a dress on it. Her registration and insurance would have an address as well, right? Yeah, if she had one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you find that bill that has her name and uh, an address that is not um, where Dyer's office was. So maybe home address? You don't know. If I look at the thing, like, on the credit card bill, does it list the purchases or, like, any stores in particular? 
adamandeve.com? <laughs> no, it's just like the summary one, and it says, like, for more information, go online. Does she have her username and password written down on there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything of note on the outside of the car? Nah, it just uh, is in good shape. She takes care of it. It's an old car, but it looks pretty good. And the trunk? Uh, just like some random shit, like a blanket, an empty water bottle, just normal trunk trash, nothing of interest. If I look closely at the blanket, do I notice anything? Like dog hairs, for example, or... The white stains. <laughs> yeah. No, spots. not. Seems normal. Okay. Well, I've got an address. Marzo, do you know this address? Yeah, takes a look at it. Uh, you know that it's in our neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, this, this looks right. Seems right. right. Good lead, good lead. And then I wanted to call, let me call my friend and find out about these rocket launchers. Let me call Abraham. Okay, so uh, this is the mafia guy? Yes, Abraham Abergil. Okay, so Abraham you... Abergil. It rings like uh, more times than you think a phone would ring. And then finally it cuts on and you just get like a blast of loud music in your ear. And you hear, shut up, shut up, shut up, hold on, shut up. And then uh, the music recedes and he's clearly walking away from something. And then you hear, Sam, how are you? Ah, yeah, what do you need? Uh, we have a, a problem. I was on a job and uh, somebody fucked it up with a rocket launcher. A rocket launcher. Kind of strange materials to find out here in California. Pretty I'd usual back so. in Israel, but... Uh, I'd say so. Have you heard of anyone selling rocket launchers out here? Rocket launchers. I Ro mean, we can't even fuck rocket with... Rocket-propelled grenades. Put that we can't there. even fuck with anything like that ourselves. That's just... That's too hot. Uh, oh, you know what, though? Uh, the cops... All around the country, and uh, the LAPD was one of the first ones to do it. Uh, you know, they do these exchange programs with the IDF. Mm. Yes, I know about that. Yeah, so they uh, they come over, they tell us what they're doing with the blacks, and uh, we tell them what we're doing with the, the fucking Arabs, and we trade stories, we show them some techniques... And uh, there's equipment exchanges sometimes, too. So maybe it's cop shit. Hmm. This this makes sense. Yes. I'm starting to put some pieces together. And you know you anything get, about... Do you, you know anything about this? some cop shit? Is this going to blow back on me, Sam? Uh, well, you know, it, it's not going to blow back on you, but, you know, our synagogue is involved with a, with a vigil. Do you know anything about this, this drug dealing and the vigil and gang-on-gang -gang violence? I don't know. Some stupid... Uh... Social justice bullshit. You know how they do. It's also against uh, the, the police as well. Well, the police here are very harsh. Mm. Well, thank you for the information. It's... I mean, against the blacks, you know. And yeah. the Mexicans. The Schwarze. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> you know I don't all speak right. that. <laughs> well, let me know. You know, I appreciate this. Let me know if you need anything, my friend. Hey, all right, and uh, take care of yourself, Sam. Don't get too deep in, uh, in uh, this thing if it's uh, if it's cop stuff, all right? Keep you your nose me. clean. You know me. I can disappear, and I hang up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... So I'm going to think about this. 
Hmm. Hmm. I would have some contacts with the IDF. I mean, I don't have it on my sheet, but I feel like character-wise. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, maybe it's something where it takes you longer than you would need it to take to get in touch or something. Or I could have asked him to get me in touch with someone in the IDF. To call it back real quick. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Let's let's hit him up real quick. Okay. So uh, he answers quicker this time, and he's like, "Sam, what's up?" Ah, uh, sorry. I was trying. I was trying to be cool when I hung up last time, but hey. I actually wasn't done. Hey, you failed. Anyway. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, do you have any connections with with the IDF out here that I could talk to? <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, they're locking us up over there. I try to stay clear. I mean, uh, you know, they got the their guys everywhere, especially big cities. But uh, think I could find some maybe at the at the Jewish Community Center. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they're that brazen and open, open. But I don't know. It just sounds like cop stuff. I mean, that's where you'd find them. I think hmm. they just in bed with those guys. Or the feds. Hmm. All right. Thanks again. I'm sorry to bother well, if you. If it's man. the feds, just throw your phone in the garbage disposal. Lose my Are number, you, will you? you? You know me. I'm not. I'm not good with these phones anyway. I change them all the time. Okay. No worries. No worries, friend. All right. Be well. Bye. Go with God and don't take any wooden nickels. <laughs> all right. So yeah, I'm jotting this down. Mm, cop related. Marza, you know anything about the cops? What the cops got to do with your business? Cops, cops, uh, that'll be the last thing we want involved. Don't know <laughs> nothing about no cops. Well, they seem to be the only people that would have this kind of firepower in town anyway. Yeah, well, if that's the case, uh, that's the case. We gotta go find them. Find these cops. Kill them. Not kill them. You know them. <laughs> Make them pay. <laughs> I raise an eyebrow like With the rock. Their lives. <laughs> uh, Levi's gonna call Sam on his phone. I like it. Like when I pick up the phone, I like hold it in my palm and I kind of bring it close and push it like an older person does. <laughs> no, I'm not really good with technology. Okay, you you answer the phone, and uh, the two of you aren't sure if the call has started yet. <laughs> Hello? 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 Alexander, Hello? how do you? Hello? I hear your voice. Hello? Can you hear me now? Sam, where did you park? Well, I'm on the third level. Where are you? Well, I'm at the red car. Well, yeah, where is it? Did you find anything? I'll just shout, over here! <laughs> you look down the end and you can see him, Levi. Alright. I just, uh, I just put the phone, like, open, like, in my pocket. It's still connected. But yes, I Sam, you just hear loud rustling. Uh, this schmuck. <laughs> I hang up my phone. <laughs> I okay. Go what a schmuck. So uh, everybody has completed their stuff, right? Quest completed. Yes. XP, please. Their recon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think... Paul's just going to look at... No, nah, he's already headed to the garage. On his way out the door, he realized he should probably look into this number and name. So he's going to do a quick search, see if it turns up anything. Like, what's the area code for the like, number? Like, we can like call people on phones. 
There should be like no situation where it's like you're not together. Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> There's no way to reach him. Uh, yeah. So you um, you're able to find that the number goes to like a car detailing, mobile car detailing. And then yeah, I'll just head down. I'll like get the address. It's uh, it appears to be just like a guy in a truck. So there's not necessarily an address. It's like just a name and this guy's number. When you Google it, it comes up as like East LA mobile car detailing. And this was like a bigger buyer or was it just a buyer? Uh, it seems to be kind of as big as they get. Okay. Cool. So you think maybe Dyer has some of his own guys that he's running and then he does like resale to this guy. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to head down. So I guess I'll catch up to them in the parking lot as they're doing their old man phone stuff. Levi will like pick up the phone and put it back to his ear, not like trying to read that one, just starts yelling, Paul, Paul. Yeah, Levi. He's not, he's not, ah, you're behind me. Jesus. So, what did you come up with? Some of the worst money laundering I've ever seen. I think, um, no big leads though. I couldn't find his suppliers. They were into heroin though. Hmm. Worst meaning, uh, poorly managed or large dollar amount? Poorly managed. I think it's hardly a dollar amount to speak of. We might actually want to look into feeding this to the cops. Maybe uh, have them do our work for us. And then I'll jump in as soon as he says cops. Yeah, I've I've contacted my friends with the... My friends, okay? And uh, (laughs) they said the cops, probably the only people that have this kind of firepower. Really? Rockets, propelled grenade. Could it be just bad luck? The cops had been following Dyer's crew, but, well, I guess the cops wouldn't blow them up. <laughs> Maybe they would arrest them. Levi just rethinks his whole line of thinking. Hmm. Yeah, LAPD is quick to claim drugs and resell them. I don't know. I've never heard of them using a rocket launcher on somebody, but I guess maybe if they knew what they were dealing with, they might use... Uh, they would have had extreme. to. Yeah. Ah, so you think maybe it's the Inquisition. Mm. Maybe members of Within the Inquisition the LP- traded the LAPD. Yeah. Mm. That would be problematic. It would certainly make a perfect red herring, wouldn't it? Hmm. Yes, nobody expects the Inquisition. Hmm. I miss the taste <laughs> of herring. Oh, pickled herring. Levi never saw that movie. Or that show, I guess. <laughs> hmm. Well, I don't know. Perhaps we should uh, drive around town collect our thoughts, maybe stop by that synagogue and then uh, maybe some inspiration will strike us. I think we should go to the, the vigil. I mean, it's, it's against the police. It's kind of like against Which the police. It's against drug dealers, so there might be somebody there. Maybe trying to frame the police. Sure, there's going to be some police presence as well. Yeah. Alright. Maybe Sam, maybe Paul can do some of his mind trickery. Levi will turn to, to Marzo. And uh, just kind of like squint his eyes and stare at him a bit. And he's like, I can see the gears turning in your mind, Marzo. What are you thinking? I'm thinking I don't want to get messed with with some cops. Don't worry. You'll blend right in with us. Puts my my hand on your shoulders. And if they're responsible for your boss's death, you still let it go. Well, there's one thing about getting revenge. There's nothing about staying alive. Seems like a bad move. Uh, uh, uh. 
Don't be so negative, Marzo. You're, you're the head of a major business now. Uh, yeah, right. Well, it doesn't matter. See how well that did for uh, Dyer. Are you saying that you have no interest in uh, keeping the business operational? Uh, I say I have interest in finding Rex and staying alive. Getting fuck hell out of Dodge. I do have a question for you, Marzo. I think it's on the level that you might be able to answer. Were there any regulars that you had to um, collect money from or use your talents against? Mm. Uh, there was a... Uh... There is a, uh, there is Dave. Dave uh, is a dealer for us. Uh, he's a really swell guy. Uh, he's sold uh, heroin. It's um, <laughs> good to know. But uh, he would, he would be, you know, he he was a stand-up guy. I would, uh, I would trust him. Maybe we should uh, for him. Uh, was there anyone who wasn't a stand-up guy? Well, you know, why would you want to be around negative people? Right. Okay. What do you know about East LA <laughs> car detailing? <laughs> do I look like a fucking mechanic to you? Right. Okay. Well, anyway. And he just turns away from the Marvel. It's Marvo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marzo. <laughs> well, he wouldn't have said it out loud, right? It's like Paul finishes the sentence and he just says out loud, I turned away from you. <laughs> so, um, monologue. I think, uh, I don't think we really need to, to track deaths down any further, right? So, seems like somebody's done a bit of our work for us. Yes, I mean, perhaps later we can arrange a sting for some of these buyers, and uh, he just kind of stops talking and just looks around the group and says, well, you know, do what we do with the filth of the city. I see what you're talking about. After we relieve their money stream. Anyways, so, to the synagogue. To the park. <laughs> to the park. Hi. <laughs> What's the matter there, Levi? You got something in your throat? Huawei. God damn it, Yahweh. <laughs> Not Huawei. You got a Chinese phone. <laughs> <laughs> They're a really good company. I'm thinking about investing. Okay, so uh, whoever has the pager, the pager goes off. <laughs> I pull the pager from my belt loop. How do you... It's beeping again. Paul? He just hands this to Paul. What does it say? Uh, it just has the number you're supposed to call. Okay. That's how pages work. Um, is it Sam? Let me see that yeah. burner. The phone, Sam. Yeah, here. All right, thank you. I'm gonna dial the number and call. And uh, Camel, you hear Camel pick up, and he's like, "So?" Uh, well, we found out some things about the business, but I don't think this is gonna be a fruitful end. What do you mean? Uh, seems like. It's going to be quite the mystery to figure out who killed him. It might be the Inquisition, even. Possibly what? the police. Oh, God. Well, we need some kind of ironclad proof in case the sheriff, and you know he means the vampire sheriff who enforces the prince's rule, shows up asking questions. Because we can't have, uh, you know, the lord of a domain showing up dead and expect nothing to happen. So we, we need some kind of you know, we need something concrete that we can prove or at least, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, I, I, 
I think I understand. We need some evidence or perhaps a fall man. Evidence. Fall and guy. And he looks, looks towards uh, Marzo. <laughs> something. You know, we right. just need something that uh, can prove that this wasn't, you know, me. That uh, it's not an expansionism thing. That it was, you know, those fucking idiots over there. Those knuckleheads. Uh, you know, their own dumb shit blowing back on them. Who knows? That's my guess. But find out. Work on it. And he, he uh, clicks off. Well, as your people say, shalom. And he has the, the, the phone back to Sam. Yeah, shalom. Oh, by the way, did you find anything on the hard drive? Like uh, surveillance footage or anything like that? <laughs> no, unfortunately, it's on a different hard drive. Uh, maybe we should go back and find that hard drive. The, mm. uh, the boss man says we need something hard pointing it towards the Inquisition. I think we're going to have to stay on this one. All right, so hopefully the place hasn't uh, been picked over by a uh, fire department or anything like that. Yeah, I or think it's kind of hot today. Already did it. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe Sam gave uh, Levi a dirty look when he said that. Levi just <laughs> completely glossed over it. <laughs> Didn't someone poke me before for doing it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. Levi gets lost in the moment. All right. Sorry. All right, then. Well, let's go. I don't think I don't think we should head back to the the scene just now. Oh no, I meant the uh the park. Park. Right. Laven. Let's go. Which car are we taking? Are we taking her car or are we taking our car? Her car is a two seater. Oh, okay. We'll take our car then. Or it's one of those, you know, two door backseat that you don't want to sit in cars. I want to compare the address that they got with the address I got. Is the same address, or did you guys By get the way, address? Uh, just, just a thought. Maybe we shouldn't be keeping uh, her car here near the casino. I don't think it kind of, you know, it leaves a string from one scene to here. And if we're trying to remove connections from us and Camo, maybe we should keep the car somewhere else. Well, or another thought: have, have uh, Marzo drive it around. Oh, all right then. You got the address. Oh. Oh, nice. That's right. Well, yeah, so at least I could do, but we really got to find out. Yeah, so that was the, the address Sam found. Sam and Marzo, their group found it, and the phone number Levi and Alexander found by asking people at the, uh, at the thing. At the cage. Mm-hmm. All right. The phone number we found is the phone number for Red, or was it Hermon? What address did you find? Sorry, I must have missed that. Is it the address for her, like Red's place or her mom's place? We found Rex's We'd... mom's place, I thought. Well, the address probably, I have is address for her. Re registered for her car, so it's either going to be for her, credit her card. place or, yeah, her, her mom's or whatever, wherever she's staying. Like, oh, well, likely possibly. she still lives with her mother, right? Hmm. Yeah, these millennials. <laughs> Shakes his head. It's a disgrace, really. Anyways. Well, where are we going first, then? You want to go to the park, or you want to go to this address? Oh, sorry. Uh, to clarify, Levi and Alexander found the mother's name, not the phone number. The phone number was the phone number that Paul found off the hard drive for the buyer, drug buyer. And what Sam and Marzo, and Marzo found mm -hmm. was the address on Rex's credit card summary bill. 
Okay. We've got two leads. We can we got three. We can make the phone, call that number and find out the drug buyer. We can go to the park, or we can go to this address. Well, uh, Camel seems to think that we should figure out who killed the dealer. So perhaps we should do that first. Uh, I think that would mean going to Rex's house, sniffing around there. Unless you yes, think the I park. Agree. Yeah. Why are we well, going I think to the finding park Rex, Rex is paramount. Because there was the interesting flyer on my car. <laughs> <laughs> right. It has to do with the cops as well. Yes, uh, there's a yeah, gang violence and gang violence protests. So it could be gang. Maybe gang. for someone who's yeah, out to hurt the gangs in the area, that they would be present at this rally, perhaps. Violence enough tonight. We've All only right, just begun. Damn, Damn it, Marza. <laughs> Josh, what the fuck is happening? Are you okay? <laughs> hey, uh. Something is happening with your mic, maybe? Oh, it's horrible. You gotta stop. He's getting raided. <laughs> yeah, did the fucking cops burst in, blazing guns blazing on you? Marzo? It's the ring. It's come through the TV. It seems Marzo has checked out mentally. Is, it, is this better? Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hey. but before yeah, it's there's no robot like, invaders. Yeah, we were fucking getting heat raid or something. <laughs> Uh, Mar- Marza said, what, what rally are you talking about? I'll hand him the flyer. It says MAGA. Marza, I, I don't imagine <laughs> that you're Jewish as well. Uh, no, I'm not Jewish. Right. Clearly, Paul. Look at the fellow. Well, you never know. Well, I appreciate you not making assumptions. Right here. And he'll like, show you the flyer that Jordan just popped up in the fancy ground. Piece in our hood, and there's a sign of fertility right underneath of it, and uh, <laughs> some visual tonight. Ugh, seems very positive. Seems like a good thing to do. Maybe something I would take Rex to. And if has like a sad look on his face. <laughs> Did you and Rex have some sort of uh, relationship outside of work? Well, Any no. extracurriculars? What are you? What are you? What are you saying? Is Did you feed on her? No, I don't feed on humans. I'm sorry? <laughs> Levi just kind of like stutters a bit. What, what do you mean? Said I don't eat, I don't feed on humans. How do you get your sustenance? Uh, like a normal person, but uh, maybe a little bit raw. Some, you know. He'll just lean over, Levi's going to lean over to Paul and say, He's a kindred, right? <laughs> certainly seems like it when we were fighting him. Look, I, you know, uh, you could just say I'm kind of like a vegetarian, except, you know, it's not plants, but animals. Ah, I see. But I'm not like a douchebag that just likes to tell, to remind everyone that I'm vegetarian or a vegan. Right, you know, this is just, I do this, it's my thing, it doesn't, it's not my identity, I'm my own man. (laughs) I'm sure no one would. That's all you're fucking talking about. Yeah, I'm sure no one would ever mistake you for a douchebag. <laughs> it's not like I keep these, uh, you know, recipes on me all the time to show great ways of preparing foods that us prepare. Because I, I do other things, you know, not just, not just this. Are you allergic to gluten? 
<laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned gluten because it's something I do care deal about. But what? Sam, I mean. where's the car? Did you get the car yet? Hey guys, jump in. <laughs> okay, car is taken. We have to take two cars, right? Yeah. You could all cram in, but uh, there was the thing raised about maybe the red car being a danger. It's split up again. Maybe we can go in the same direction and take two cars. I mean, I like almost the idea that the this, this vehicle could be a beacon to draw out whoever is looking for Dyer. We're not looking for Dyer anyways. Mm. The ones that are interested in, you know, dismantling his, his gang. They see this vehicle, maybe they'll just come out of the woodwork. Marzo, you should drive. Yeah, I'll drive. Whatever. Probably one of you guys will scratch it anyways. Rex would kill me. Ha <laughs> ha, uh -huh, very funny. You've said that. You said that twice tonight. <laughs> okay, so what's the... You guys are splitting up into the two cars? Yes. And you're heading to so. the park? And I think it'd be really uncomfortable for all five of us to cram inside my... <laughs> My well, Oldsmobile anyways. I mean, if you're in a 98, there's a little more room than a normal car, but... Yeah, but we got, like, a professional wrestler in there, too. <laughs> he's a short... He's on the shorter end, but he's, a, you know, he's a stocky guy. So he's, like, Kevin Hart's size? It looks like the uh, He's bigger than Kevin Hart, but, you know, he's probably under... He's probably, like, 5'5 five five or something. <laughs> oh, so he's shorter than me, even. Oh. Where is Kevin Hart? Jesus Christ. Five fives. But he's ripped. Got damn circus show here. Okay, so heading to the park? Yeah. Well, I guess, what's the, ad, where's the, uh, ad, that address in relation? Would it be easy to go to the park on the way to the, uh, address? To return a car? Uh, the address is kind of in the opposite direction. Alright, well, let's do the vigil first. The address, we could go there at any time at night. The vigil might end at a certain time. Perhaps we'll go it there says first. All night. It's called the All Night Vigil. <laughs> Damn it. N I T E. So <laughs> Peace All in our right. hood. Yes, I can read. All right. Well. What is a hood? Like the hood of a car. Hood. Still just can't get over that there's a nutsack on here. <laughs> An All right. Nutsack. Well, let's go. Let's go to the park, anyways. It seems to be, uh, you know, an itch in the back of all of ours. Itching our asses, or I don't know the expression I need to use, but you know what I mean. Let's go as ahead and scratch this say, itch. As soon as you say itch, I start scratching my chest. Like, motherfucker. I put my hand on your shoulder, and I'm just like, are you okay? Is, is there anything? Do we need to go get checked out? <laughs> Not okay. What is this? <laughs> All right, let's go. Peel out. He just ignores me. <laughs> Hit the gas. Hit the accelerator. Accelerate. and... Uh, <laughs> with the levers you know okay would this be a good time to take a potty break uh sure you gotta go yeah, flatten some fine to me flatten some crust yeah let's flatten some pizza some crust, pizza crust. <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh we'll return in 10 minutes this time not 20. all okay. right 10 minutes okay. on the 15 minute mark 15 minutes 15 minute mark 10 minute break All right, so uh, you guys can roll up to the park. Uh, it's, it's the Montebello City Park. So you guys kind of come up from the south end. You're, uh, uh, well, let's say you come from the west because you can't approach it directly from the south. So you park across the street, maybe, let's say, and uh, you can see 
that there's kind of um, like a couple little folding tables set up there at the north side of the park. It's like a long rectangular park. There's a, a senior center building on the grounds of the park. Um, but other than that, it's mostly like a big grassy expanse. Uh, maybe like a couple of sideways half soccer fields for the kids to play on, stuff like that. But uh, what you're seeing is a couple um, adults and kids sitting at folding tables at the end of the block. It looks like it's an info desk or something, and you can just kind of see their their faces and them moving around by the light of their little battery-powered lantern. And you can see behind them there it looks like a bunch of people standing around with candles. Does there appear to be anybody, like, leading any kind of, like, prayer or... Some sort of uh, from across the street, or something. You can't necessarily tell. All right, so Levi will turn to the group. Then, yeah. Um, now, Sam, do you uh, did you say you knew some of the people that were here? Well, I know the synagogue is co-sponsor. I don't know if anyone's going to be here. I assume someone might be here. All right, then. Well, let's use that if, if we can. I'm just going to kind of linger in the background, keep an eye out. I'll let you mingle with your peoples. And they just kind of look to Sam and then Marzo. <laughs> My people? It's our people. What are you? Ah, right. The Yes. Matzo balls and whatnot. All right. Yes. Our people. Before we move, Alexander steps in front of everybody and he says in a mystical voice, kind of bending over with his hands outstretched, Welcome to Jurassic Park. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. I don't. Levi just then he goes confused. back. Then he goes back to the back, silently chuckling what to himself. I'm sorry. He went to the back of the group, silently chuckling to himself. Did you place he's, a spell on me? What was that? He's very <laughs> pleased. Well, lead the way, Samuel. All right. So, we'll walk up normal, normally, not like sneaky or anything. Just like part of the crowd. Actively looking what around, trying to see. Yeah. Okay. Anything so, of note? Uh, Anyone we know? As you come across the street, um, you do see kind of like a black robed figure who's, you know, at the, there's like, it looks like a two or three different circles of people kind of loosely standing around, just like uh, chanting, not like out loud militant, but more like hushed, kind of respectful. And uh, there's a, like a, you would assume a preacher or uh other church type guy kind of moving between them and when you come across the street to the north end of the park uh one of the ladies at the info table is like hey y'all you here for the vigil and she kind of motions to the <clears throat> table in front of her and there's uh that lantern a little sign-in sheet a little info sheet a donation jar looks like they have a couple of t-shirts that they're selling to raise money maybe and uh then on the table next door is kind of like there's another older lady handing out um like putting together the little candlesticks and dixie cups uh and she has the like barbecue lighter she's like ready to light you guys some candles i want to ask her about the paper what is it? Uh, yeah, we're here for the vigil. I'm, I'm a member of the Beth Israel Synagogue, but uh, 
Not oh, familiar good. with this. We got some of your people over over uh, that joined us earlier. Some young people. That's good. My people? Again with the <laughs> my people. So I want to... I'm curious about this uh, this symbol here and the piece in our hood under this. What is, what is this organization? Oh, that's just one of the symbols of, um, you know, the my church, the Park Avenue Christian Church, the Community Peace Project symbol. It's like a little heart, and then these are um, some stars you can see in the in the. This is like a kid's drawing of the logo, but if you look here on the shirt, um, they got the real logo, and it's just like a better version of this logo, but it's clearly an upside down heart, and instead of the little MS Paint dots, they're like stars. Hmm. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's cute. That's cute. So it's not a fertility symbol. Children are our future. Well, let's get our candles, boys, and all right. I want to take a look at the on the sign-in sheet and just kind of gloss over it real quick, see if I recognize any names. I'm sure there's a shit ton of names, but yeah, you don't immediately recognize any of the names of people that you um, names you of really people that you, that you were no that you were investigating or that you learned about tonight. You do see a couple last names that make you think that maybe some family members of the the people that are being remembered in this event might be here uh, like uh, is this like a really like a highly publicized thing that happened like do we know like general information about what happened to marcus alexander bagston and connie gray nyaka um let's see i would say like were they killed by the cops or by gang violence or a mix of both or you can uh, find the info sheet there and peruse it if you'd like. Info sheet. I'm just saying there's an info sheet. I can tell you what's on it. I don't have it as an oh, image. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. looking through the images right now, like, oh <laughs> Yeah, stay <laughs> out of there. Be good. So uh yeah, you uh pick up the info sheet. And she's like, uh, if y'all want to sign in, you can get the updates. And as you ignore that, like everyone always does, uh, you can kind of learn basically like, you know, these cops are out here killing us indiscriminately. They plant evidence. They harass people sitting on their own porches. They enforce laws in our community that they don't enforce anywhere else. And they bother, berate, and blight our communities. And, uh then as you read through this kind of like introductory part uh you can kind of learn that uh though the young man alex was indeed carrying some weight of drugs on him uh and they claim a gun he was allegedly just walking through a neighbor's yard which is the short way home uh when the cops jumped out on him and just immediately opened fire which it says and is underlined they could not have known that he had a weapon or drugs when they shot him and the the young lady was apparently just across the street getting out of her car and got hit by cop gunfire and died on the scene marzo uh, turns to levy and uh or not levy turns to paul and says yeah you know dave was always worried about this uh he was gonna actually tonight was gonna be his last night he was retiring you know, uh, all this, uh, it's a really terrible thing, you know, it's just, he's just, he's got six kids, you see, and, uh, 
well, you know, he was just about getting out of this and making good for himself because, uh, well, you know, and he like points to the names on the, on the fire, you know, this is what happens to you. But it's good to see at least some people make it through, right? Looks up a bit startled and disinterested. He says, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of wanders off. <laughs> uh, Levi will put his uh, hand on Marzo's shoulder and he'll say, uh, he, he takes some uh, time to uh, warm up to you. So uh, the the lady at the next table over is like has a couple candles ready and she's trying to hand them to you guys. Um, thank you, ma'am. Oh, thank you for coming. She'll put her hand. I'll put my hand up and I'll say, "No, trying to quit." And she just goes, "Oh, okay." When she offers it to each of you. What color are the candles? They're just like plain white candles and they're pushed through the bottom of a Dixie cup and the Dixie okay. cup catches the wax as it burns. Gotcha. Nothing special. I was thinking maybe like they were like red or symbolic or something. Nope. Gotcha. I was going to take some just They're flesh colored. You know where you can stick that flesh colored candle? In your hood. All right, let's peruse. Let's keep our so ears open. We saw some hooded figures you said, right? Uh, just, just like one guy in a in a robe. Does that seem of. out of place? Does no, that seem he's normal. He's uh, as you're walking up to the first circle of folks. He's um, some people are joining hands, and he's kind of just leading them, and he's repeating some of the rhetoric f- from the top of the info sheet, like the line about, uh, you know, uh. The rhyming, the almost rhyming thing that he said. Which I can't find in my notes. You know, the thing, the thing he's saying. Uh, as you come uh, kind of into the crowd, you see uh, it's mostly black people of different ages. You would guess mostly from the main church that organized it. There's a, a few folks of kind of other descriptions, maybe like Latino folks, and then very few uh, white folks mixed in who look a little bit out of place. And then there's you guys who really look out of place, you would imagine. Can I keep an eye out for Except any for Marzo. synagogue members? Yeah, so how are you approaching this? Are you do you want to just like walk through the whole deal or? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just going to I think I'm just going to make the rounds of the park just like a normal person would. Just like a regular Looking old in on Jay. conversations a little bit as we walk in. Yeah, so you're kind of um, you're kind of sidling up to some of the larger groups where you think it could be less obvious that you're sidling up to them, and uh, you just hear one person like, "Yes, these these gangs, these young people, they can't, you know, you know, they don't got this." Is like an older black lady talking, she's like, "They don't got dads." And then they don't get that attention. And first attention from an older man they get is from these drug dealers telling them they can be rich. Listen to that rap music. Ugh, I had enough of it. They're taking their future from these boys. And then somebody else interrupts her and says, that's bullshit. And it's like a, um, a younger looking Latino woman who has like a jean jacket on with a bunch of buttons on it. And she says... It's because the city doesn't do anything for people 
uh, like Alex and Connie, because there's no programs. There's nothing for them to do, and we can't. We got to stop blaming other members of the community for being out here trying to survive and build community. And every there's just like 50-50 agreement and disagreement. And then uh, that same woman, as other someone else, kind of speaks up, kind of catches Sam's eye, and. Uh, Sam, you can see she looks a little bit pissed off as she's looking at you. I look at her and, like, with uh, a look of uh, confusion. <laughs> and uh, she waits a little bit longer and looks away from you. And then when it looks like she's not leaving in anger because she disagreed, like a very diplomatic move, she kind of peels off and then stands over to the side where there's uh, not too many people. And she's just like has her arms folded and is looking at you. And obviously, I'm gonna go over there. Don't look back in anger. Okay. Is anyone else going? Are you guys uh, tight or are you guys just milling around separately? Well, he's. I want to go over to the uh, stand near the woman that was saying something like, uh, you know, the reason is because they don't have any programs or things like that. Like, yeah, it, that's you know, who. To her side. That's who's pulling uh, Sam out of the crowd. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I want to do this then. Yeah, I'll just go with Sam. I was going to turn on my all and just kind of like ride on the wave of what she was saying and try to get everybody in a frenzy about it, but I'll, I'll wait to hear her out first. So I'll just move over with... Uh, I won't I won't uh, like stand right beside Sam. I'm just going to like be in, um, maybe with just in hearing distance. Okay. Not making... How about everybody else? What everybody else doing before we kind of maybe do separate things or do this thing as a group just kind of like very uninterested in everything that's going on so he'll just like almost mindlessly follow sam around trying to not touch anybody okay oh sorry not sam levi levi would just put a finger to his lips and kind of just nod towards sam and then touch his ears alexander's been quiet ever since his joke kind of fell flat and he's just staring at his candle in the dixie cup he doesn't really care what's going on. Don't get too close. It is a transfixing flame for you, Alexander. I'm marveling at the Dixie Cup. The Dixie Cup. All right. They didn't used to have these when I was a child. How about Marzo? What are you doing? Uh, Marzo is just kind of like, uh, I don't know, like he, he's preoccupied what you know he needs to do. But he feels that he's kind of like obligated to be here with them because they dragged him here, basically. But he's just kind of, I don't know, just sitting back, kind of following in the back, just looking around, like, you know, waiting. Like, what are, what are we done here? Kind of feeling. Okay, so everybody's pretty much together then. And uh, Flora, uh, okay, well, I just said the name. So, oh, here, finish. So this is the woman that kind of pulls, she finds all of you out of the group. <laughs> and uh, when that starts to happen, another uh, younger, slightly younger looking woman kind of sidles up next to her. And she has a like a medium size pit bull white looking dog on a leash with her. And she looks casual and the dog looks more or less casual. Levi wants to immediately kind of kneel down and stick his hand out towards the dog. Okay. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> so the dog kind of uh, 
makes a move like it's gonna go and then there's a not a sharp but like a firm command from the leash the woman holding it and then the dog kind of just sits ah he listens well i have a pooch too is it a boy or a girl dog uh, you haven't been able to tell just yet because we're seeing it only from the front. Or I guess if it's sitting, you can look and see that it has a little wiener, so it's a boy dog. Okay. So, uh, Paul, you have a a strong um, aversion to this white animal. Oh wait, yeah, it's white. First time since they've arrived at the park. Paul has been like getting progressively more distracted and he'll look up and almost fall over backwards once he sees his white animal and I think just back away like involuntarily bumping yeah. into people so I have the same thing Paul you know you can clamp down to kind of get through this you've done that in the past yeah. which in systems means you could like spend a willpower point but uh, other than that and I think you have it too Levi yeah, for white animals. Okay, so yeah, you you confirm when you <laughs> lean down towards the dog that it is white, and you rethink uh, strongly your decision to do that. You're like almost, um, you try to go to stand up, and you, you catch your toe, and you almost fall over, and you feel like you need to back up and get away. Maybe I, I see or sense the same kind of reaction from Paul. And maybe there's like, we have a shared knowing look. Like, <laughs> of <laughs> white animals are terrifying and i just kind of give him a look and look at the woman i say oh it's a it's a fine animal and i just kind of like swallow down something in my throat and just kind of turn and uh, take a couple steps away okay so you guys are retreating from the white pit bull yep okay so you'll maybe you have to miss out on this conversation so the okay sam's got it <laughs> the woman is the first woman who is the image that I showed you is standing there with her arms folded and she's uh, kind of gives a curious look at the two at the like younger white man prissy looking guy and the older white man prissy looking guy shrinking away from a pit bull she kind of just shakes her head clearly making a judgment about them and then uh, she turns to Sam and Sam if you can you roll me your intelligence and politics Oof. pretty bad okay so you see that she has a bunch of pins pinned to her chest uh you do recognize one of them as the palestinian flag and then there's like a black fist uh something that looks like some kind of black um like eagle symbol or something on a red pin and then something that kind of looks like a anarchy sign, but it's like a little different. You're not exactly sure what the rest of them exactly mean, but you know about that. Just seeing that, that flag is going to set me off. That Palestine one. And she's like, these people are under my protection. What are you doing here? She just has her arms folded. What people? All of these people. She just like waves her arm backwards towards the crowd. And protection from what? From motherfuckers like you. Clearly, you don't know me. Oh, I know plenty about you. What and you she know? she points uh, over your shoulder at Levi, who's like um, out of earshot and turning away. And we definitely know that motherfucker. And she just kind of like looks at him and waits for him to turn around. 
and when he doesn't, she's like, yeah, we know all about him. She just shakes could her I, head. Could I hear her say that? Um, why don't you try to hear it? <laughs> yeah, let's right. say you, you hear she it. it. It's, it's more interesting. Okay, so the moment that she says that, I'll just do a dramatic spin. Like the, the tails of my jacket kind of flare up. And I have my cane in my hand. <laughs> and uh, kind of raise my eyebrow and take a, step, a couple steps forward. But if, um, if I get to a point where I'm going to need to, like, you know, spend willpower or whatever to be in the presence of the animal, I guess I'll do that. Yeah, I'd say you would need to spend one. Okay, I'll do that. So I think you hit the black plus under willpower. Okay. And then and, she kind of uh, smiles I'll, as right you there. start walking back over. You know me. Are you one of my tenants? <sighs> she just shakes her head. She's clearly, like, really angry. And a landlord, too. No, asshole. We know what you've been up to, what your whole stupid plan is. Except you don't want to join the only force that's actually fighting for it because you think you're so smart you're going to fucking figure out the way to do it yourself. Asshole. What's that Sorry. comment? Do I realize that she's Anarch? Yes. Based on my background? Okay. So Levi just kind of, his eyes narrow, and uh, he'll just like put his hand on Sam's shoulder and uh, he'll like lean in and kind of like whisper in his ear just real quietly and just say, Careful with this one, Sam. They're one of us, but uh, they're wild. They're unorganized. They're revolutionaries. So uh, you would also know now, Sam and Levi, that this her kind of wearing that symbol, which Levi can put two and two together on, kind of is like a open dare for anybody in your sect, the Camarilla, to kind of do something about it. Because all Anarchs are like outlaws right now. They used to control the city. Then that was crushed uh, by the Camarilla really reorganizing itself after the, um, you know, the like military strikes from, from the different governments started happening against vampire centers of power. So their project was kind of plowed under in LA and they're trying to reestablish themselves right now. Uh, so that's kind of the background. So they're outlaws. They are, mm. you know, you know that, um, for example, there could be like a reward or, you know, at least uh, it would be a status booster for the Lord of the Domain if something, you know, could be done about uh, anybody belonging to the Anarch sect um, inside of a Camarilla controlled area. So I would say to her, like, I'm it's interesting. You know so much about me and. I'm new to town. I know nothing of you. I know about your type. You're like me. You shouldn't be around here. This is a peaceful event. What's your I problem? I don't think I'm like you. I see your Palestinian flag pin. And she's like, what, this? And she looks down at it. She's like, God, you're a fucking mean bunch, aren't you? Why are you, you here? Landlord, a Zionist. Why and are you she, here? What are you here for? She points at uh, back at... At Paul and is like, what's he fucking Hitler Youth? You gonna tell me that next? Jesus. He would not be with us if he was. <laughs> she am says, I... Why am I here? I just told you. These are my people. I watch over people in this zone. This is a important community event. You know, these cops are out here killing these people. We can't allow it to happen. We're trying to press forward. She's like, you know what? Why am I even telling you? You all don't give a shit. No, I agree with some of this, absolutely. 
Oh, what do you we've, agree we've with? We've been affected by some of it ourselves. Who has? Well, we we had a some some crazy thing went down tonight, and who knows? It could be that gang on gang violence. What are you talking about? She looks a little more interested finally in what you have to say. Oh, I thought you had your finger on the pulse of this community. Her eyes just narrow a little bit. <laughs> Eva's like, burn. <laughs> Do you not know of the attack on a uh, drug, a drug lord? I don't know what I would call him. No. When did this happen? Just, just a few hours ago. It's all over the police scanners. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> what kind of attack? Well, it sounds like uh, they had some heavy artillery. Whoever it was, a rocket launcher was mentioned. Her eyes kind of go wide. A rocket launcher. Is there any way like I could like make an active check or anything to see if like she's being evasive, especially when the rocket launcher thing gets mentioned, like she's trying to play like she doesn't know about it? Yeah, you could do um, uh, insight and wits. Okay, so you got four successes. So yeah, you think she's genuinely hearing about this and is surprised. I'm just going to lean down and like whisper to Sam. Just like kind of pass that on. Just, just, just real plainly just be like, I don't think she knows. And we're happy about it. Happy about what? Another drug. Another bad guy gone. So, we are on the same side. And she kind of just like sighs and puts her hand on her hip and she's like, how do you know it's a bad guy? Which guy drug- was it? Are drug dealers good guys? She just shrugs. Isn't that what we're here for? Yeah, I guess the ones that are shooting. Marzo chimes in. Well, there is Dave. He's good. <laughs> and she just puts her hand towards him like, see, even your friend agrees. It's a good Jewish name, too. So what, do you pick and choose your drug dealers to support? Is that how the Anarchs work nowadays? It's called form versus content, all right? Just because two things look the same doesn't mean their contents are the same. Sounds and she like a crock of shit to me. She points at Sam, and she's like, if you bust in a Nazi's head, that's different than a Nazi busting in your grandfather's head, right? Looks the same, but the content is different. At that exact moment, Alexander decides to wander in front of the entire group, looking at his candle like an airplane. <laughs> and then he does some blood magic? No, he just <laughs> wanders off. He's, he's paying attention to his candle. And she's like, well, tell me... Like, what happened? Where was it? Commerce District. Commerce, yeah. Oh, shit. Was it that motherfucking one of us that runs over there? Yes, it seems that way. Fuck him. Good. Well, if it was the cops, it's not good. Why do you think it's the cops? Who else would have access to such firepower? I can think of one. He just kind of, like, stares daggers at her. And she's like, who? (laughs) Uh... Trying to imply that I think that she or her group would have access to something like that. Yeah, she's not getting your implication. I'll just leave it that way then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and she's like, all right, well, you guys have got your theories. <sighs> so it was over there. And she kind of, like, says uh, some lines in Spanish to her friend with the dog. And Marzo can pick up that she's asking uh, who runs over there. What crews? And she says, well, there was Daniello, but they bought him. And then there was those those young kids. 
but they they didn't even know what they were doing. And then uh, the woman that you've been speaking with asks her friend, what's the name of their crew, those kids? And the woman replies, uh, Afro-Latino something. They got that stupid uh, wrestling mask thing that they spray around. And she's like, oh, yeah. So then uh, she turns back to you and she's like, yeah, I don't think any of the the competing crews over there would have access to nothing like that. You know, they, um, that asshole, what was his name? Dyer. Dyer. Yeah, um, well, he's been buying people out and, like, making them work for him. And then other people, he just, he'll crush them. When you say people, do you mean people, people? People like us. People. What's he making them do for him? What was he making them do for him? Run drugs. No. He bought out the competition, and those that didn't want to be bought out, stomp them out. That's how it works. Sounds like the Incas. Was there anybody recently that he tried to buy out and was unsuccessful? Yeah, she looks back at the friend, and the friend just kind of shrugs. And she says, yeah, those kids, I mean, they were just so young and stupid, they didn't know what they were getting into, but... I mean, how are they going to get a rocket launcher? Will those kids work with the police? Nobody works. And then she says, They are stupid fucking kids. I don't know. Maybe they try to, like, sick the cops on them? Expose them? I don't even know if LAPD is stupid enough to just turn up and shoot a fucking rocket at somebody, though. Yes, well, we don't think it's exactly the LAPD per se. Anything about the Inquisition possibly being in the LAPD? Just asking her straight up. Yep. She's like, well, it wouldn't surprise me anything, but I don't think nobody has proof of it. But it wouldn't With some of the rumors you hear. And she just shrugs. She's relaxing a little bit more, like she's forgetting that she's talking to the other team. And she says, you know, just what you hear, like... Um, you know, the cops turn up and they have information that they couldn't have about, you know, people like, you know, like us. And um, just, you know, like everybody's on edge since the thing with the prince's, you know, child, y'all prince's child or whatever. Nothing, but nothing ever specific. And she says, don't you all have that, like, fucking goober squad? And uh, the friend starts laughing. She's like, them fucking freaks at the dead mall. Can't you all just, like, get them to figure it out? We want to handle What's this she... in-house. Out of character, what is she talking about? The dead mall? You're not sure. The dead mall, yes, that old thing. What, uh, what was that again? <laughs> what are you talking about? And she just smiles, and she's like, you haven't been around too long, have you? She just she's waits like... for her to answer the question. Emotionless. She's like, I'll tell you about it, but only because I want this shit cleared up before it blows into my neighborhood. So, uh, when your boss moved in, assuming that this is your territory, since you're just walking around straight up, uh, there was these fucking weirdos um, that live under the mall. <laughs> she just starts laughing. You know, the ugly types, like us, but ugly um <laughs> uh, and then when they close up that mall because every mall is closed now uh they still live there 
and they got this herd of homeless people. And she starts to look serious again. She's like, they got this whole community of homeless people that live in the South parking lot. And they're like the lords of it. It's not right. But, you know, they fucking know about everything. She's like, we deal with them sometimes. She's like, they've been here longer than any of y'all, so they don't give a fuck. Levi will turn to Sam and uh, I say, I think this fountain's about run dry. <laughs> well, it was, it was nice to talk to you. I appreciate you having an open mind talking to us. Yeah, well, remember that if uh, your little master up in his castle ever tells you come do something about us plebs, she kind of just like turns around and stomps off. Sounds like the, uh, just like walking away with Sam. Sounds like the Anarchs have uh, drug dealers running around as well. Something else to add to the list to snuff out. Sounds like we're getting back in the car and going to the mall. Paul had been watching the white dog pretty intently the whole time. <laughs> as it walks off, he'll like rejoin Levi. Just ask the group in general, just everyone. Does uh, any of us have any uh, experience uh, speaking with the, uh, you know, just like extremely over pronunciate, like the Nosferatu? <laughs> Don't tell me we have to go talk to those guys. The Nosferatu, yes. They seem to have a lot of information. Maybe they'll have a price, but I'm sure we can make out a deal. They seem to be very neutral. But you know what they say about neutrals. Uh, you can never tell where they stand. Exactly. Yes. Um, well, business is business, I guess. Always makes odd bedfellows, but perhaps we should look into that uh, ethnic woman's apartment. <laughs> I think we might have some more leads Camel would like us to follow. And uh, was this... Uh, I didn't catch it, or I guess I could look on the map. Was this... Is this park part of the... of Camel's domain? Yeah, it is. So I guess um, she would have told you that... If, I mean, because she didn't specify which mall, but maybe if you guys put your heads together, you could know that the homeless encampment is at the mall in the northeast end of his territory. Isn't it pretty weird that she's that she's claiming to protect people in his territory? Like we wouldn't would we take offense to that or I mean Yes. Should that's, we? That's the whole thing is that, you know, she is there kind of her mere presence and engaging with you instead of running away is kind of like saying, Fuck you, I don't recognize the thing mm. that you guys belong to. She's encro- encroaching on his She's an yeah, yeah, she's like an outlaw. Gotcha. Yes, and it kind of makes sense that she puts herself in that sort of situation, right? Surrounded by a bunch of mortals. Can't act out in that space. Breaking the masquerade and whatnot, so... Smart on her part, but uh, now she's on my shit list. (laughs) Try to look intimidating when I say that. Perhaps you should take care of this one for Camel. I'm sure he would be quite pleased with her head. Mm. Not today, I don't think. Do you have the hots for her? We owe her a bit of gratitude for her information well i tried uh shall we levi's just mouth agape <laughs> can't believe you said that she's stomping on our territory prancing about like she owns the place and she's a nine drug dealers in well, it's not yes my territory per se yeah just well, to, uh, just imagine someone coming to your territory and just wrecking things up you know i'd be pretty pissed too <laughs> 
Yes. Good we thing we didn't do that. We need evidence of a crime. It won't be a sign. Right. Back to the Batmobile. Batman. <laughs> I have never seen that show. But Alexander has. Huh? What? This candle is just so. Mesmerized. Don't bring the candle in the car. Just smack the candle out of his Burn hand and stomp on it. No! A candle! This will kill you. You bastard, I'll kill you! <laughs> ah, he set off again. Are we rolling combat check? Say something about his family so he gets quiet and becomes sad. <laughs> <laughs> this is off button. Paul, Paul, we've seen a lot of things tonight. Before we make the next step, what do you? what's your gut instinct? What do you feel? I mean, can I do a premonition? Yeah, where kind we of. Go? Like what specifically? Where we should go to figure out who killed that guy. Boy. Um, let me just like, see what the power says. Like, uh, uh, do we should should we follow the ne Neferatu thing, or should we check out the, uh, what's it called? Nosferatu. Nosferatu in the girl's house. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you kind of adjust your clear frames and uh, kind of close your eyes. And when you reopen them, you kind of see yourself uh, shooting off to the northeast, which, you know, is the direction of the mall in question. Like you're flying over the tops of the buildings out that way. Um, so I guess I'll come back to myself a little bit and say I, my powers are leading us towards the mall. Levi just kind of nods, eyes, like eyebrows raised, looking at the group. We have a date with Nosferatu. I give an approving nod. <laughs> okay. So it's uh, normally Jamie's quitting time now, right? Six. He's got an hour left. Yeah. Or oh, okay. We always do five minutes. hours, right? Four hours. Four hours? Four hours, yeah. Okay, cool. So we should just keep rolling then. All right. Uh, so you guys are going to try to head to the mall. Is that it? Let's yep. go to I believe the so. mall. Okay. Do we know anything like uh, about these Nosferatu in the area? Like uh, a contact or anyone, like a name within Nosferatu? Yeah, so you guys haven't really heard about them. You you know about the homeless encampment because like it's a common thing that's in the news. Like people talk about it all the time. Either like, you know, it's disgusting. They ought to clear it out, or isn't it a shame that people have to live that way? Or like, very few people that are like, oh, you know, they're finding their own community. Uh, so that's pretty well known. But this is the first you've heard of any kind of vampire influence over it alright uh, in that case then Levi's gonna pop out his phone and he's gonna call uh, he's gonna call uh, a camel okay so it rings a few times and you hear some glasses clinking as he answers and says what's up hello what hello yes Levi you're speaking Is this with on? Me. can you hear me yes no ah, talk yes Speak. sorry yes that uh, question are you familiar with uh, some of the Nosferatu who have been known to lurk underneath the mall? <sighs> Within your domain? Can we speak in code on these phones, please? And yes. Uh, the shopping center. Yeah, yeah, at the dead mall. 
Why? They have something to do with this? He seems alarmed. Well, no, not per se, but we're hoping they'll be a source of information. If you had any uh, history of working with them, then maybe know what they would request. They're weird. Maybe a, maybe a name? Someone we should seek out? Uh, well, they have those, uh, you know, those... What's the correct word? Well, they're bums. You got the bums living in the parking lot. I'm sure you can uh, ask around. If you ask about Sherry's boys, you'll find somebody who knows uh, what's up eventually. But in terms of what they want, oh boy, it was not easy to get them to fall in line uh, when the prince granted me this domain. They have some... What, what did they ask for? Uh, we won't get into it, but let's just say very highly specific and was quite a deal to get done, but it got done. However, that just makes us even in their book because they look at it as they are not opposing me running the domain. And he just like lets out a big sigh and he's like, so they're going to want something. All right. So they're not going to like it if we try to throw your name around. Oh, no, please don't. Very well. Thanks for the uh, advice. Sure. Hey, I'm, like, and, uh, fumbling around with the phone. What <laughs> else ahead. did you... Okay, so you hang up on him. Uh, no, wait, wait, no. Hello? Hello? Okay, yeah, yeah you can Hello. catch him. Do you want to catch him, or are you just being fun that you hung up on him? No, I'm trying to catch you. Okay. <laughs> so he says, yeah, what else did you find, I said? Uh, yes. Uh, Learn how to use a phone, Levi. It's, yeah, I can't tell. It's the same length on both sides. I don't know if I have the earpiece to the right. You can hear me, right? All right. Yes. Uh, so you're not going to like this. We didn't like it either, but given the situation, wasn't much we could do about it. But uh, in the... Uh, oh, shit. Where's the flyer? Damn it. Where did I put it? In the Montebello Park. There was a vigil. You probably saw the flyers in the garage. Well, anyways, looks like the Anarchs were running the vigil, or at least watching it. I don't know if they organize or not, but uh, anyways, there's Anarchs in your park, openly. And uh, they seem to enjoy uh, throwing that in our faces, that they're walking around on your on your domain, unopposed. I don't like it one bit. What'd you do to them? Well, there wasn't much we could do. There was tens of... How many people were at the, the vigil? You would think probably like 60-something. There were 60 uh, normies about. Would have been a big scene if we tried to do anything physical. But uh, we conversed with them. We got some possible information about Dyer and his situation. And uh, left it at that. Hmm. That's another an battle interesting for another angle. Day was my... You don't think that... And they put you under the uglies? And they suggested it, yes. Uh, what's your read? You don't think they were up to this, do you? The uglies? I don't see why they would. No, the other crew. Mm, no, she seemed genuinely surprised about the whole thing. About mm. hearing about uh, Dyer and his departure. I don't trust him one bit. Could be you just caught a foot soldier that doesn't know shit. But Could be. That's probably something the uglies could tell you too. Alright, I like it. Go figure it out. And he just hangs up. Yes, don't mention it. Ah, your flattery is unneeded. Aha, yes, all right, speak again. You know, hang up. He said we're doing a crack 
crackpot job. That was <laughs> a show great. for the boys, I guess. Yeah, yes. Anyways, Camel said uh, that these uh, the uglies are going to be difficult to deal with and that they're going to have some strange demands, perhaps. But I think if we do whatever they want, give them what they need, they'd help us. That's good. Everybody has a price. And they're neutral, you know, for the most part. So I don't think they'd play sides at all, helping well, the Anarchs over us. At least we know where they stand. Or do we? <laughs> neutral. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go. Sam, step on it. Marzo, you know them all. We're already in the car, aren't we? I was yelling out the window. Oh, I, okay. I guess we're just going to keep taking Rex's car then. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll get to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just just, just get, get going. Unless it's on the way. I mean, I don't know if, it's, if it makes sense to stop by and deliver the car or whatever first. I don't know, geographically, it makes more sense. What's the idea with the car? To drop it off and at the same time investigate the address. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's so that's kind of... You're not far away, but it's in the opposite direction of the mall. I had a pretty clear portent to go to the mall. So I think that we should avoid the apartment at the moment. There might be some type of danger back there. I trust your gut. It's uh, not really a gut thing, but I don't expect you to understand. Or shall I attempt to? Alexander, I noticed that you enjoy fire. And Paul, like, pulls out this, uh, like, platinum cigarette lighter and, like, flicks it open. It's one of those, like, torch, like, blue flame ones. It's like, flicks it closed again. That's cool, but the other one was just majestic, you know? Majestic. Well, Couldn't why don't you hold on to this one? I think you might find it as majestic. And he lights it again and hands it to him, like as still being lit. Alexander takes it and looks at it, flicks it closed. Okay, thanks. Puts it in his pocket. <laughs> They're bonding. So in Alexander's I... mind, his opinion of Paul changes from probable rape victim to maybe friendly. So, Alexander, have you ever touched fire? It might be something you were into. Well, in the before times, long ago, I learned not to touch fire, and I've taken that knowledge with me up to now. Lots of things have changed, haven't they? Perhaps when we get out of this car, you should try to touch some fire. See what happens. You might just like it. So, uh, you guys are heading up north Montebello Boulevard towards the shops at Montebello, which is the colloquial known to everyone around here as the Dead Mall, because it is closed and condemned. Uh, Levi, you know that uh, at a certain point, just like about a half a mile down an a intersecting street would lead you to the zoo where you have a specific interest so that you can't mm. keep that thought out of your mind as you are just, you know, you feel that hunger gnawing on you like all of you do. And uh, we can say that you guys can get to the mall. And uh, as you drive up, you <clears throat> have to drive along the the kind of southern end of it. And uh, windy, windy Josh. <laughs> yeah, Windy Josh. 
you uh you can see that it's like a very very large homeless encampment um the entire parking lot which is enormous because this is a big mall set up in like a cross formation with you know four anchoring stores on the ends of the cross that you're assuming you know room for a bunch of whole bunch of stores in the middle this whole southern parking lot is just like you know tents and barrel fires and and uh that's mostly what you can tell and like rvs and stuff even uh from driving by so you find kind of a a place where you can sort of drive in and maybe park your car to leave easily if you want to head in on foot yeah probably foot levi just looks like genuinely depressed when he sees the like the shanty town kind of thing this is terrible why you want to just sell them homes no i mean the state that they live in it's just you know it's not the way it's supposed to be hopefully we can funnel some of this dyer's money into something better maybe here and we can buy this abandoned building and repurpose it perhaps you mean rent it out to these shanty people yes low income housing they have to live somewhere they already live here so uh <laughs> did you try touching that fire yeah i'm i'm not the i'm not the naive you know snowflake you think i am paul fair enough <laughs> uh, also just as a side note are you talking is that like does alexander talk about himself in the third person all the time as a have i been no the thing about like um the thinking paul was a rape victim was that out loud or not oh that <laughs> uh no i'd say that was more metagaming for the enjoyment of our team all right cool. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think I would say that to your face. I think inner dialogue is fine to share if you guys want for color. Ooh. I don't know. Like, it seems pretty pretty crazy. Okay, so uh, you guys can easily kind of approach. As you park and, and get a little closer, you see um, it's getting a little bit later now. It's probably like 11. So uh, you see that there is kind of like a swap meet kind of thing off on one side just like people have stuff laid out on blankets and people you know looking browsing picking stuff up haggling maybe uh there's you see a guy with like a barber chair set up and he's cutting hair and uh there's even some kids like playing soccer in front of some car headlights like off way off to the side uh so this is kind of the the scene that you guys come into all right then well if anyone has a particular idea, I'm just going to go out here and start rattling some cages looking for the Sherry's boys, as it, we were told. I like smell around for Nosferatu. Oh yeah, and I've got my, uh, my whatchamacallit, since the unseen, I'm, I'm also on the, on the trail of anything unnatural. Okay. Yeah, so Paul, um, you're using your heightened senses, Paul? Yeah, and to smell them, specifically. Okay, like just a dead smell? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you're kind of assaulted with a variety of smells, but um, the overbearing smell is kind of just like these open burn pit things. Um, Alexander, why don't you give me that uh, that roll for your ability? I'll see what you turn up. Uh, I gotta look, look it up. Can you guys see the result when I roll? No. Nope. At least I can't. 
Okay. Do like to see the we can see like the silhouette of the dice being rolled and that's it. I want to turn my lethal body on for the scene. It doesn't cost anything, so. All right, everybody's getting charged up. Levi just feels the most out of place, <laughs> probably of everyone in this setting. Fuck, what do I roll? It's wits and aspects, but I don't see aspects on my damn thing. It's on the second page under disciplines. So you would just add that many dice to your pool, or you could click the plus and roll it that way. I don't know if that was correct. Oh yeah, yeah I think it was. Yeah, I believe it's correct. Okay, so uh, are you guys like doing anything specifically, or just purely looking for this kind of activity? I think Levi is just letting them sniff about, and if it turns up nothing, I'm just going to start asking about Sherry's boys or whatever. Okay, so Alexander, you kind of um, you turn a corner, and uh, you lock eyes with someone who's crouching next to uh, like a stall where somebody's. Um, dealing out, like, grilled corn. Lotus. Exactly. And, uh, you kind of, you're seeing them, and they're looking right at you, and then they look off to the side, and then they realize that you're seeing them, and then he kind of ducks behind the, uh, stall, or the figure does. Did he seem like us, or did he seem like a Nosferatu? Uh, you didn't get a clear idea as, like, in the shadow and and shrouded, but you clearly saw someone who you know was trying to, like, hide using a power that you have pierced with your ability to see. So I kind of tap the group just and let them know that I saw something and someone's hiding over in this direction. She could check it out. What's that, OGJ? You broke up incredibly badly. Sam, perhaps you should check it out. Alright. I'll go with Sam. Help him look. Levi will linger in the back. Keeping eyes peeled. So, point me in the direction. You know me. I'm a bullet. Do Where's I need Marzo? to roll again, or do I know? Can I follow the dude? I mean, you can walk. Yeah, if you're gonna try to track him, or follow him. I have tracking skills. I never changed it. Do I just Do I keep rolling to see if I can keep... I mean, are you, like, moving to follow him where he went? Yeah, I mean, I guess Sam and I are. Okay, yeah, so you kind of turn the corner, and uh, there's, like, a truck parked, like, an old shitty beat-up truck that you doubt if it runs. Like, maybe this is just where the corn person sleeps, sitting there, and uh, you see, like, a little dark, like, sweater hood duck into the truck bed. Do I see this as well? No, only Alexander sees it. Okay. So I turn to turn to Shmuel and say, "Okay, I think I just saw. I, he just ducked into that into that truck. Looks like it's looks like it might be full of corn, but I don't really know from this side. I can only tell by that picture of corn on the outside. Right. It's the bed of a truck, right? Just a regular bed of a truck. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna casually like walk up to the side of it and like tap tap on the side. <laughs> hey, you just want to talk." And uh, at that moment, everybody that's looking, so Alexander and Sam can just see this hooded figure kind of scoop back to the other side of the truck bed. And then it's sitting there crisscross applesauce and uh, looks like it's just wearing a preposterously oversized hoodie and some like black kind of beat up, but uh, 
in one piece track pants. And it says, What do you want? We're just, uh, we're looking for the Sherry Boys or Cherry Boys? What was it? Boys. Sherry's Boys, I think. Yeah. Sherry's Boys? Yeah. Okay. We're looking for, uh, Cherry Boys sounds boys. funnier, though. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's like, it's like the Friends of Dorothy. That thing we all know. Oh, that was funny. Wait, do you not know? I don't know. No, no idea. Friends of Dorothy means gay. Oh. Since Friend when? Of Dorothy. Since As always. Wizard, Wizard of Oz, Dorothy, yeah. You're telling me the straw man was gay? I'd say that he, uh... it was a lion. He definitely had... It was the other lion. Can't they all be gay? <laughs> I like to imagine that the characters are just having this conversation in the background, <laughs> the ones that are not actively engaged in the conversation. So, uh, yeah, he's so. like, he's like, the Tin Man was clearly a tranny. <laughs> he's like, okay, Sherry's voice? Yeah. Find the fortune teller. And then he hops out of the truck and he runs off like in a full sprint. Thank you! I'm gonna buy some corn. Okay, you can get some elote. Do you want it, um, with mayonnaise, mayonnaise or hot sauce? Mayonnaise and tahini. Okay, you got it. And I'm going to give it to some homeless people there. And uh, you offer it to a couple different people, and you get a couple dirty looks. And then uh, somebody who just finished eating one takes takes it from you and is like, Oh, shit, thanks. And uh, just starts chowing down on it also. My pleasure. And uh, you, you guys are getting some sideways looks because you are all... You get a sense that this this thing is like its own community, its own economy. Like you very clearly stick out a little bit, so everybody's kind of eyeballing you. Well, forgive us for putting some money into the economy, then. That's why I did it. I was hoping to, you know, get in. <laughs> He's a good friend. Bought the corn with tahini, right, man. With tahini. Where's the trail lead now, boys? Do you want me to roll again? We need to find the fortune teller. Fortune teller? Let me ask the guy I gave the corn, the guy that took the corn from me. Let me ask him. He turns yeah. around with his mouth full and he's got uh, shit smeared on his face and he's like, what's up? I'm looking, I'm looking for the fortune teller. Would, would you happen to know where that person might be? Huh. I a fortune, I guess. Yeah, he it's like, shit on his face? I mean, like, there's food. From the food that he's eating. <laughs> Not literally shit. Hard time. Well, we're, we're, in, we're on fucking Skid Row here. We don't know. Not, no, Skid Row is a different part of town. Uh, this is Maze Row. Equivalent to Skid Row. Yeah, he just has like a smear of mayonnaise next to his mouth and his uh, beard. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's like uh, two rows over. Thank you. It's like You guys came all the way to talk to her. You're wasting your time. Why? Who should we talk to? Oh, I'm just saying it's a scam. That's all. Oh. But have fun. I get it. You know, entertainment. Thanks for the cord. And he turns back around to talk to who he was talking to. <laughs> I just picture like... Oh, the corn's fucking great. It's just like <laughs> kind of chubby dude just sitting there. <laughs> He's talking to a real skinny guy. He's, He's a little bit chubbier than most of the people here. This is, this is exactly Nacho Libre. You can't trust the fat ones. Okay, let's go find this fortune teller. Okay, so you guys uh, go through. There's like a, I don't know, like the row is split and you can go over to the next row. And then you see uh, just fewer people kind of out. There's like less 
trading going on over here and just a couple people chatting and you see some lights on inside of tents uh but then you see um there's just like this hunched over kind of fat um female figure sitting on one of those like uh those like outdoor deck chairs that's like metal pipes with the plastic strips across them and in front of her she has what's clearly like a beat up nightstand and then on top of that is a crystal ball and uh she just has her arms folded across her chest and she just looks like a like a solid mass like there's no shape to her body it's just like an apple with the head sitting on top of it and uh she has her, her eyes closed <laughs> And she has one of those, like, uh, veils, like, fancy fortune teller veils just, like, covering her face. But she's just kind of, like, quietly sleeping in her chair. Using the voice of Herdstedt, I'm just going to make a, a very clear, like, throat-clearing noise. Just <clears throat> and she goes, ah, yes, uh, tell your fortune, tell your fortune. She kind of glances around and is like, oh, <laughs> outsiders. Come on in. Bring that money over here. <laughs> You're so upfront about your fraudulent business. <laughs> <laughs> fraudulent? She looks offended. Highly offended. She kind of like gathers her veil up in her hands and is like, You wake me up to insult me. I'm insulted. It was uh, a joke. Sorry, I'm not a good comedian. Look, we don't have a, a lot of time. We're kind of on a busy schedule. We're looking for someone. Okay, and she kind of settles down a little bit and leans back in her chair, and you hear the straps kind of straining under the pressure. (laughs) She's like, all right, who are we looking for, gentlemen, that brings you all the way out here so far away from where you're accustomed to be? She kind of looks into her globe in front of her for confirmation and then nods. She has a globe, not a crystal ball. (laughs) Well, it's, it's a crystal globe, but it's just sitting on top of a little stand, so it's kind of like a crystal ball, but it's like a crystal globe with, like, frosted, you know, the land masses. So oh, my God, I love it. It's like a it's like a cut-rate uh, crystal ball. Oh, yeah. We're looking for uh, Sherry's boys. She kind of oh, leans her... Friends of Dorothy? Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And she looks at Alexander like she doesn't know what he's talking about. But then she, she kind of uh, leans her head back and she's looking down her long nose at you. And she's like, Sherry's boys. Levi nods. <laughs> you like them? Levi does not nod or confirm or do anything. He just stares at her. And she smiles and she says, just testing. <laughs> uh, yes, you can... Um, You'll have to get past the security, but you can... They're inside the mall. Where is the entrance? She just kind of wheezes a laugh. (laughs) In the ceiling! You sprung a leak? This mall's been condemned for 15 years, and it was closed before that. It's falling down. They came and they nailed everything closed, which is perfect for Sherry's boys. But uh, the community, and she kind of, like, holds out some sausage fingers and gestures at the surroundings. They set up a a security team to guard the mall. Might be the influence of Sherry's boys, 
not sure, but the official idea is that uh, the cops in the city are looking for any excuse to bust up this community. So if somebody gets hurt or is doing drugs or anything below board is happening in the mall, then that'll be their reason to come knock it down and displace all of us. So there's a security team keeping people out. So we just got to go in through the uh, Suncoast video. The roof. How do we get in then? You're saying we need to avoid the security team or can they be negotiated with? Alexander cuts across. What does the security team look like? So they walk around carrying rifles. I don't think you can negotiate. I mean, well, maybe you can. And she just kind of makes a face like you're all special. But their whole job is to keep people out. Because if somebody kills themselves or gets raped or sets up a drug deal or does anything illegal in there, they're going to crack down on us. We can't have it. So she she kind of has gone from insinuating that the whole reason for the security team is a lie to now making a strong case for it. Is she human or is she a vampire? Uh, you can tell Alexander that she's a human. Okay. Paul has a pretty good sense of that too. The way that she's breathing normally and everything. Sorry, I just want to confirm my understanding. So the security team, it sounds like it's in place by like the police or is it in place by the Nosferatu? Uh... She'll continue to explain. So that's why the community has organized themselves a little security force to keep people out of the mall. Hmm. And who's in charge of this team? She shrugs. I don't know. They organize themselves. It's like a rotation. Who's a little guy in a hood that I was talking to before that sent me here? Uh, it was a little person in a in a hoodie, in an oversized hoodie, and a sweatpants and the corn truck did you see their face no because of the hood but they uh they're the ones who sent whoever that was sent me to you when i asked them about yeah. sherry's boys it's the guy with the corn that sent us to you right no it was the guy in like hiding in the truck with like the baggy clothes and stuff he just like said go see the fortune teller and then he ran off uh, yeah i was there and i don't remember and she says yeah they maybe they can do that i don't know make you forget she just kind of like has her eyes open wide like oh scary so she doesn't know who it was okay i turn back to the group uh, okay do we need anything else from her can i can i check to see if she's like seems like she's withholding any information she's not being forthcoming with about everything she knows about like security and whatnot uh yeah i could do insight i guess like wits and insight willpower for re-rolling can be rolled after yes we've talked about this already i'm sorry I wonder if my VPN is fucking this up because I rolled and it's just like just not coming up. I'm assuming it's going to come up like in a couple seconds or something, but it's laggy. There it is. Your Discord's fine, though. If it were your VPN, everything would be fucking up, probably. Okay, so I'm going to say uh, for all you know, yeah, she seems to be she heard enough out of you guys and seems impressed that you're vampires that you think she's probably not going to fuck around with you. Okay. So Levi will crack open his suitcase real quick and just pull out like a $100 bill and put it on the table. Thank you, madam. What's your name again? I'm the fortune teller. <laughs> What's your real name? What's yours? She kind of okay, smiles. I'm, gonna use, I'm just going to use dominate, compel. Tell me your name. Betty Watson, she barks out. 
It was lovely meeting you, Betty Watson. And then she looked, name very she, slowly. She, she looks startled to hear it spoken back to her. She's like, keep that name out of your mouth. She grabs up the $100 bill and stuffs it down her shirt. Can you use cloud memory on her? Yes. Can I use my feral claws on her? If just you kidding. so choose. Just kidding. Just kidding. So uh, do you want to describe kind of how your um, cloud memory thing works? I just... If I remember correctly, I stare at her and I uh, just say, forget or something. I think that's you what it is. Forget or something. Well, I am sad Keanu. I'm basically Ted, Theodore Logan here. <laughs> like forget so, or something. She kind of is looking at, at you, Alexander. And then she kind of just her eyebrows furrow and she's like, tell your fortune. And she makes kind of a mystical hand gesture over top of the little globe thing as you guys are kind of walking off. She's like, fucking outsiders. I, I turn back to her and say, check your bra. And she kind of goes, <laughs> well, I'd never. And then she kind of reaches down and is like, oh, another magician. You come <laughs> back and see me. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Sam, Marzo, Alexander, Paul. All of your names. I know them. We got... <laughs> uh, I'm a little uneasy about this. Not really sure what's the best approach. We could scout out the building. Look for a different entrance. Yeah, let me do that. Approach them directly. If you want, I could uh, go, grab, go find a spider and... Uh... <laughs> Spider my way up to the top there. Peter Parker. Ah, yes. up there. That's a good idea. What about you, Marzo? Have any ideas? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it comes to bashing. Well, I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> With the slasher, the smasher, the basher side. He's got ten slashers. Jordan, Jordan can I look for a spider around? Yeah, I'll say you can come up with one pretty easy around here. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and do that then. I'm going to, I'm going to prepare my uh, my ritual and drink it down. So now that I can cling to whatever I want to and act like Spider-Man. Okay, so as you guys are walking kind of closer to the mall itself, there's a a bit of a separation between the edge of the. So, like, as you're reaching the edge of kind of the rows where people have their tents and where the bulk of the community is, there's this, like, you're guessing, like, established no-man's land between the edge of that and the mall itself. So as you kind of approach the edge uh, of civilization, I guess, you can kind of look without, you know, so many lights in your eyes, especially, Paul, you can look past and see on the other side uh there's just like a guy standing there with a rifle in kind of like ready but resting position um do you have firearms paul i still have my guns yeah i mean your skill so yeah you know enough about guns to know that uh at least this guard that you can see seems to know how to handle his weapon um so can i smell from there if he is a human or a kindred. Um, yeah, why don't you try? 
You can roll me a wits and uh, perception. Isn't a thing. Perception is not a thing. At least awareness. I, I think, as far as the rules were saying, awareness is more like a passive thing. Okay. I don't know what an intentional like, sniff. Yeah. Would investigation. Be. Maybe. Yeah, why don't you do investigation wits and add your auspex dice, which is two. Um, and then also I have heightened senses on, so it should be two on top of that. Okay, yeah, maybe that's the two I was thinking of. Oh, shit. So... Six, I think. Or five. Investigation, wits, and then two for the thing. Yes, so you are able to pinpoint this guy's individual smell you think maybe the wind is like uh hitting the mall and getting channeled back in your direction which is why it's so easy for you to do it and uh you can tell that he ate garlic fries earlier in the day and that he is a human all right uh i'm uh, slightly disgusted by the garlic fries (laughs) and i will say there's a human guard I like point him out to Levi. Hmm. Well, makes things a bit easier. Easier to fool, anyways. And uh, Spider-Man, you can see that there's um, kind of like a little ways away off in the distance. There's like a crumbling ruins of the old parking structure, and you think that might be something you could crawl up and over, possibly. Okay, well, I'll edge my roof. way that way then. Like, there's a way that I can get to the dude with a gun, or is that the parking structure you're talking? No, so the guy with the gun is just like kind of, I don't know, like 50 yards away in this kind of. It's just like blank blacktop. It's kind of like just a moat of nothingness around the mall itself before the uh, shanty town starts. So you think that the idea is like. If you guys just walk into this zone, you will probably immediately attract this guy's attention. Like, you figure that's what the point of it is. But you don't... Looking down left and right, you don't see any other guards similarly posted. Especially Paul, you didn't smell any on the wind. You didn't see any with your special vision. And Alexander, you haven't noticed any other hiding figures. What do I notice? Uh, what are you trying to do, Sam? I guess I'm going to look for the tactical way to get in this place. Okay. Um, that's incredibly vague. Okay. Uh, Would you like to roll... Just roll it and I can give you an idea? Or Yeah, like an idea check kind of thing? Okay, so maybe like... What would rec- represent like a tactical intelligence and yeah probably like intelligence and survival probably yeah maybe stealth okay intelligence stealth then here we go so it says failure but that's just because i didn't change the difficulty uh so you get an idea that you know from your experience in the field maybe this is a situation where you do a distract and approach okay like one guard lightly armed you guys have numbers 
This is kind of a familiar situation for you. Okay. So I'm going to tell the boys that. I say, yeah, let's go with the, the old distract and overpower. I volunteer to be the distraction. I can Spider-Man my way up a wall. Okay, far away Spider-Man has um, agreed to be the distraction. So before we get into this plan, is this a good place to stop and start hot next time? Probably. Yeah. Me anyway. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, cool. And with that, we will close.